The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hello, everyone. Hello, old listeners and new listeners. Welcome. It's episode 22 of The Gutter Skypes, and we are playing Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies by Chad Undercoffler, published by Atomic Sock Monkey Press and Evil Hat Productions. Present for this evening's activities were myself, Anum5, attempting to fill the Game Master spot. Also, in alphabetical order, Andros, playing the character Pard. Blind Geek, playing the character Kuruk. Mark Kinney of All Games Considered, playing the... One moment. Mark Kinney of the Any Award-winning All Games Considered. <laughs> playing the part of Captain Zafiri Carlosen the Wild. And introducing a new gutter Skype, Nikki, playing the part of Ravena Mystiere. Now there's some important things to note about this recording. First of all, the first half hour or so consists of the kind of disjointed, rambling, tangent-filled insanity that you would expect to hear when any group first settles into play. We also get to know Nikki. And if you thought the Gutter Skypes had a tinge of madness before, well, you'll discover that the tinge is more of a hue, that none of us are completely sane, and that Nikki is a natural-born Gutter Skype and RPG player. She just didn't know it yet. The next hour after that is a completion and a wrap-up of the character generation process, where we cross some T's, dot some I's, and uh, for those listeners who tend to skip the character generation episodes, there is also included a full description and breakdown of the characters uh, within that hour before we start the gameplay. So if you're in a big, big hurry and you want to skip directly to the gameplay, well, then you'll need to fast forward about one hour and 20 minutes into the recording. Um, but once you've heard that, I'd, I'd highly encourage you to relax with a cool drink and just listen in on the first half of episode 22. It's got a lot of energy, it's got a lot of fun, and you'd really be missing out if you just went right to the gameplay. Easiest thing is just keep listening, just let it go. All right, finally, word about GMing and rules and gaming with the right people. As for game mastering, this is, uh, not counting the character creation session, this is my first attempt. And um, 24 years ago, I GM'd one game for a roommate and his girlfriend. So Dave, Anna, if you're listening, which I really, really doubt, I was just making it all up as I went. It was all about the story and who you were going to encounter and all the rest of that stuff. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know squat about the rules. I, I hate to shatter your illusion of who I was back then. So yeah, this really is the first attempt. 
at GMing, and uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm really satisfied. I'm satisfied with the bulk of how the game went, story-wise, plot-wise, characterization-wise. I'm 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 pretty confident there. However, it's and, and I discovered this. This is something I learned. It's one thing to believe you know the rules, and quite another to discover that you don't actually know the rules. And that's one of the things I found out. Ship-to-ship -ship combat. Uh, when we got to that, the dueling, the challenges, all mixed together with the vehicle dice and the squad mechanics of minions, it all came into play, and I did have a crash and burn. As you'll hear, what's What's bad about it is, well, the worst thing about it is just being at sea over the mechanics and having, having a, a pretty much a brain lockdown over how to proceed. So what you get on audio is a Game Master's Nightmare come true. <laughs> but fortunately for me, I was playing with the gutter skypes. I've, uh, I was playing with Mark Kinney, who's got a wealth of patience and 24 years gaming experience and a thorough understanding of game mechanics, including Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. There was Blind Geek there, who is also, uh, who also has uh, experience in RPGs that far, far exceeds mine, and it goes back years as well. There was Andros, again, more than two decades of gaming experience, and he is every bit as level-headed and patient as the other two. And Nikki helped as well by not calling down the wrath of her transdimensional army of cat creatures. So I was fortunate there too. So okay, there, there was a crash and burn and I'm not pleased with my failure to grasp the mechanics entirely and while I do accept the responsibility for that lapse, I also did have a fully trained crash crew right there to pull me out of the flames and extinguish them and rescue me from the wreckage. So gameplay may bog down a little bit there, but uh, that too will pass, and it'll smooth out in subsequent games. That's uh, that's playing with the right people, and and I thank them dearly for it. Okay, and finally, before we get going, the rules. If any representative of Atomic Sock Monkey Press and or Evil Hat Productions happens to listen to this episode. It's not completely out of the question, it's possible. They may get the impression that I attempted to become a game master of Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies by thumbing through the book while on the crapper. I can assure you that that is not true. I did look at the pictures as well. I'm kidding. What I mean to say here is if, if you're a podcast listener and you wish to learn the mechanics of gameplay, for this game, by listening to what goes on in this episode, most of what you'll hear is correct. Some of it may lead you astray, so bear that in mind. Keep that in mind. If you're thoroughly, on the other hand, if you're thoroughly familiar with S7S, and you have your open game manual in hand as you follow along, that's not a good idea. It's just not a good idea. It'll only lead to your horrification and despair. You're perfectly welcome to write in and remind me that the captain is given one vehicle die to start off with by default, regardless of his crew's successes. You can remind me that all wingmen, because of their small size, have a defensive bonus of plus six 
as buried on page as stated on page 236 my recommendation is to chuck the minutia don't sweat the small stuff get rid of all that and just let it all happen as is what the game master and the players could have done and what they actually did is is a great source of musing and speculation for any listener to any actual play podcast not just this one that might be one of their appeals well all right no more of me let's just get to episode 22 of the gutter skypes washbucklers of the seven skies please enjoy you have cashews yeah oh well done <laughs> lucky you let's see if this works it is connecting. That's not a good sign. It's not supposed to connect? It's supposed to say ringing. Oh. It's make here on, on my screen, it's making the little ringy-dingy handset jump up and down. Mm-hmm. All games considered? Yeah. User not online. Oh, well. Oh, it went away. Yeah. It's just a black dot. I'll, I'll try. Uh, I'll try, Eric. I don't think Eric comes. You on. have a little crown. That's so funny. Your little icon has a little crown. How do you? <laughs> My icon has a crown. What version? Yeah, it's flashing, and it says Anum Five. Flash, 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 and it's got a little crown on the other side of it. Is it a monkey face? Is that what that is? No, it says Skype. Oh no, what is that? You're right. It's a little monkey face, isn't it? Oh no, it's, like, no, it's 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 people's. It's three little people's faces. So it says save group if you want to save the group. Does it really? It looks <laughs> yeah. like eyeballs and little little dotty mouth thing. Well, but back here it looks like a crown, which I thought, oh, no, there's little, oh, no, 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 I see what you're saying. Way up there is three little peoples, but mm-hmm. then, okay, two down where it's got the little green cloud and the check mark, and it says Adam 5. There's all games considered with a black hole because it didn't answer. And then there's Adam 5. Maybe this is open <laughs> on my screen. There's a little, looked like a crown, maybe is now a monkey face. All I'm saying is, Marky Mark, you're so lucky you have a crown or monkey face. Really, what choices? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'll shut up. I'm sitting here twiddling again, twiddling fingers. I'm fine. No, just, hey, whatever. <laughs> We're not even underway yet. I've got, uh, apparently, Eric is not uh, hidden and is mm, offline. Yeah. Eric's usually hidden to me, but um, Mark shows up, so he's, hmm. not, he's not shown up as being online yet. Yeah, we give it a little while. Yeah. Jelly, don't eat that. Stop. Put that down, baby. There we go. Sorry, my cat's trying to chew through the computer cord. I'm fine. We're fine. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, the last time I tried to fix what wasn't broken, I spent the evening uh, trying to hunt down my old Power Grandma password. Um, <laughs> on some CD buried it? somewhere in a box, and I was like, oh, my God. All I did was upgrade. <laughs> That's all I did. That'll learn you. At least you haven't been handling power tools. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That could have been so much worse. Mm, Power tools. Or Mm. power. Would you come here? Stop that. Stop chewing on that. That is not... I don't think she heard that story. (laughs) Did you hurt yourself with power tools? No, no. This was the the, um, cutting through my own uh, cable. <laughs> the edge trimmer. I think is that what you're talking about? Uh, is that With what you're talking that. about? Okay. Yeah. Good God, man! How'd you manage that? I was trying to get rid of ivy on the side of the house. 
Yeah, they all and say that. <laughs> I thought I told you this. No. Oh, what's this old thing? I don't need that chop. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I, I give myself credit enough to, to that it was hidden in among the ivy. I do give myself <laughs> that credit. I have no excuse for Carefully not remembering. Carefully disguised. Carefully disguised with one little sad leaf taste. <laughs> glued to it. He'll never see me here. <laughs> Chop. I see. Poor baby. Were you able to fix it? Did you get some like little, what are those little caps that you use for electrical stuff where you put the wires back together and twist the little caps on them? Did you use those? I was able to, I was able to fix it in like 40 minutes. Wow, that's great. I was, uh, yeah, that was the only, that was the only saving grace of the, of the event was the fact that I was able to fix it. Everything Hooray. else was thoroughly embarrassing. So, well, but you were, it was a training exercise. You meant to do that. You were timing yourself on how quickly you could fix your cables. Yes. You got to just, you got to re-spin re it. That's all. You just reframe the situation <laughs> and you become a hero just like that. No problemo. So. There's the little, uh, the little text box that goes with all games considered. It says, with cat-like tread upon our prey we steal. I love that. <laughs> That's excellent. That's mm -hmm. pretty funny. Come friends who plow... Oh, he's on. Mm -hmm. Come, friends Come friends who plow the skies. Wait, that doesn't... Truce to navigation, take an obstruction. Okay, cool. I think maybe I can add uh, Mark Kenny invite to conference. Let's see if that works. Tarantulas. Oh, sorry. Right. Oh, it says connecting. Oh, there we go. Ringing. Excellent. It's ringing again. Little ringy ringy. Hello. Oh, excellent. Good deal. Hello. Hooray. Hiya. Hey. Cool. Hey there. Hi. <sighs> hey. As you can hear, Nikki has joined us. Most excellent. Hi. We're only Thank waiting you. on... Who are we waiting on? We are waiting on... Blind geek. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing my best to remain relaxed. <laughs> and I think actually I am. You're very relaxed. I am. And I'm I am relaxed. proud. You actually should write this down on the calendar that I was on time, nay, even a wee bit early, because, hey, it might never happen again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I should add that to the list of <laughs> <laughs> historic events that I have at the top of my... Readiness, uh, there's a, yeah, my, my list that kind of... <laughs> Unrolls and thumps across the floor. Yeah, sorry, I got a little carried away. Oh, this is no. Fun. This is just um. This is just stuff to apply to tonight. <laughs> when we get actually underway, because there's just all kinds of firsts happening. Oh, was I supposed to have dice nearby? I'm still hung up on the whole dice thing. Well, I don't have dice. I could throw a cat. If you but... don't, if you don't have <laughs> dice, I can roll for you and tell you precisely what I'm doing, so that next time you'll be able to. <laughs> I needed dice, didn't I? Damn, I wonder if I've got some lurking somewhere close. We're we're very flexible here. Next game, if you happen to have some dice. I, I could flip a coin. Flip mm. <laughs> heads, heads what? against tails. <laughs> what are the, uh, what are the... Oh, damn, that one fell under the bed. Um. <laughs> there's There's got to be some kind of an algorithm that you can use for uh, flipping a coin, say, 60 or 70 times in order to achieve the same <laughs> randomness as a six-sided die. How about if I just pick a number out of the air? <laughs> what have I got? One to what? One, what you, one to thirty? One to 
one to what you, twenty. What do you think I'm going to be doing? I promise to be random. I absolutely promise to be random. <laughs> oh, I'm not mm. worried about that. <laughs> yeah. There actually is a like dice rolling app for Skype. I I found it I found it somewhere, but I I never tried in, installing it or anything. Hmm. You know, truthfully, I found this lovely set. It wasn't the perfect set of dice, but it was close to the set of dice. While I was out in California, and I was so like, woohoo, I will use these groovy dice. They kind of were this gl- glowy, greeny, bluey sort of opal color. They were really pretty. And then Ooh. I wound up having to give them as a thank you gift because the thing I'd bought as a thank you gift, he already had. Mm. And he went, oh, these dice are great. I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy, you no. Um, so so I, I, I don't have those groovy dice now. So you could probably find any number of the same type of variety on. Well, you found all those sites when you went looking at RPGs to yeah, explore the well, topic. This, this just happened to be, it was actually in a pit, a pit of a city way up in Northern California called Eureka, which sounds like it would be a really great place, and it <laughs> was hideous. But they had this little role-playing gamey shop thing, so I rolled in there, and the guy who owned it was really fun, and he actually caught me up on Torchwood. <laughs> The end of season one, all of season two, and the beginning of season three. Thank you. Actually, I needed to know because I'm, you know, I never watch these things. I just like them. I never watch them. So, yeah, so I found this one set of dice because I wanted to, to get something there, and but I gave them away. And you said, I really got these for myself, but if you want them. <laughs> no, no, I got him. I thought, I thought, oh, because he plays games and things. It's called Flux. You guys have probably heard of this, right? It's like cards and, and backstabbing. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. See? See? Aha. And, and it was, it's um, Monty Python, Holy Grail, mm. Flux. I said, oh, oh, this is so cute. I'll get these. And, of course, he had it. So I'm like, here are these dice. Do you oh. like these dice? Thank you very much for letting me use your car. So... <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, you do have Monty Python Flux now, so you're I still do. Uh, I, somewhat I don't know how to the game. play it. And how many people do you have to have to play it? It just looked fun. I haven't uh, opened it if, you know, trapped. you could probably play it with two, but it's probably better with three or more. And yeah. the rules are pretty simple. Draw one card, play one card. It's just that you add rules as you go. That's part of, of the game. So. Ah. Well, now that it's no longer a gift, I can crack it open and, and look at it. I think. <laughs> it's over here. Look, I can only go as far as this silly headset, right? La, 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 la. While we're waiting. Uh, there are advantages to having a very long cable. Yeah, I don't have one of them. That's okay. Baby steps, baby steps. Oh, oh, look, dice. Uh, one. They're six-sided. Will that work? I got yeah. three. Three. They're boring. Four. I got four. They're still boring. But, and, and rocks. And a yin and yang eraser. Why the hell do I have a yin and yang eraser? You know, I don't recall the game specifying what kind of dice we're supposed to use. <laughs> D6s. Other yin and yang erasers. Do you guys need some yin and yang erasers? I seem to have many for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> They're in this thing of... Uh, never mind. <sighs> rocks, rocks, rocks. Four dice. I've got four. Do I need more than that? <gasps> six. I've got six. Di- Look at me. Well done. Woo-hoo. And a Royal Gorge Colorado toothpick holder. What the hell do I own? What's in there? <laughs> You know, I have one of those baskets, and it's stuffed full of rocks and gems and necklacey things and, you know, just junk. And I really haven't looked at it in forever. Well, I have needles. There's needles in a Royal Gorge, Colorado toothpick holder. Wow. Scary. Yeah, I don't know. 
maybe it's, I, I just don't know. Some old other life. Forge, Colorado. Huh? Ever been there? No. <laughs> maybe some, I, I don't know. Hey, these are bicycle dice. These are like or something. Um, they say bicycle on them. And a key. Do I need a key for anything? Do I need a lucky key? Do I need a little chime ball? You're one of them? <laughs> Stop snickering. I don't know what I need. It's very important. You got, They're shiny. Have you got, shiny. Look, I got two of them. <laughs> you got, uh, and this is a marble. It looks shiny, but it's a marble. Yeah, I've got chime, those little chime hand exercise ball things. Mm -hmm. They were all in the basket, too. You're going to try and tell me you guys don't have any of this junk lying around in a basket, right? Uh, I have things okay. lying around in baskets for sure, but none of them are half as cool as that. <laughs> I have no baskets, but I have lots of, of like stuff just all over the place, so... And if you're, if you want, you can have yin and yang erasers, because like I said, I got some, <laughs> some of them. Happy to share. So I don't need the little harmony chime ball things. Um, Do we need the like mystic wind chimes of happiness? I could probably come up with some of them too. <laughs> you know, if that I should have been a like trader. You should have been a foley artist. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. No, no, <laughs> Worse no, no, than a little no. kid, really. I am. Oh, this is pretty shiny. It makes noise. No, oh, I've I'm, got, I'm I've telling got you. A, a desk bell and a temple bowl where you ring the little temple bowl like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> go back. Let me see here. Let All right, I'm going to go back to my place now. You guys are like, oh my God, what have you done, Mark? What have you done? <laughs> It was such a wonderful, peaceful game before. Now you have this crazy person. And it's all your fault. Uh, I, I, un I understand why. <laughs> oh, he shows up on the list. Here we go. Okay. Yay! All right. Have, have we achieved, Derek? Testing. Is Eric muted? Hey, what about now? Now we hear you. Yes. Okay. Yay! That's just okay. weird. I'm using a new, a different headset, and I think for some reason the computer's not recognizing the mic, so I think I'm using the uh, built-in mic hmm. on my computer. Well, it's sounding okay. Okay, all good. Oh, my. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> Oops. Let, let us begin correctly here and say, uh, happy birthday, Nikki. Happy birthday! Thank you! Happy Thank birthday, you so Nikki. much! Thank and, you very much! And now that now that we've said uh, happy birthday, Nikki, um, is, yes. is is it okay that we just, is Nikki all right for uh, calling you uh, for referring to you online in these things? It's kind of late <laughs> because I've already put out a show. <laughs> I've already put out an episode. Oh, you saying, may not refer to me as Nikki. No. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> okay. All as right, long as wow. my thundering hordes of fans can find me. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, it's, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Having thundering hordes of anything is pretty impressive, actually. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's my point, exactly. Oh, wait. This, I had problems with this before. Hope. Anna, oh, you're well. probably going to kill me, but I've made some changes to my character. <laughs> I you know that tonight, tonight includes things that uh, that take care of that, that involve that as okay. well. We've got okay. a few uh, small fine-tuning things to do. Um, 
<laughs> like my just... three pages of crap. <laughs> <laughs> we we are probably gonna have to Can like. Can we distill that to a paragraph, please? <laughs> really? No. We haven't this... even met your character yet. There he is. I was wondering where I was going. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's just a, there's a couple of choices we're gonna have to make for uh, for Nikki's character because she's got. Uh, let me look at this here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven viable foibles, <laughs> and we really kind of have to choose. Kind of have to choose one. They're all really pretty good. Um, That's some are just better. mean. One mm. is just mean. Well, one is enough. You know, I don't think so. But you have to make sacrifices. You see. Yeah, there's sacrifice. Uh, there's... My other people make sacrifices, not <laughs> I not, not someone with thundering hordes. Exactly. Someone thundering hordes of fans. <laughs> Me and my thundering hordes say we don't have to sacrifice bupkis. So, all right, well. we'll pick one. I'll actually I'll let you guys pick it because I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna shut up and, and let you get on with your thing. Oh, can I ask one quick serious question? Serious question before Ooh. we start. About Ooh. how long do we play? Uh, we ah. nominally begin at seven. Yes. Almost never. <laughs> Do we go through till dawn, or no, no, stop at three? <laughs> uh, Be interesting uh, to try that sometime. Just no, no. It would not. <laughs> come on, come on, you wimps! Come on, it's only four a.m. Come on. Roll the dice. Sleep is for the weak and sickly. Why you can sleep when you're dead? Uh, Get out there and chase those damn monkey squids! Come on! <laughs> we uh, we generally go till uh, ten ten o'clock. Sometimes it gets cut short a little early. Sometimes we we'll go five or ten over, but ten o'clock is the target hour for it. Thirty, like we did in the spirit of the season. Okay. Uh, well, that was worth it, though. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Fu- I mean, I I feel weird saying it because I GM'd it, but uh, I don't care. That was a fun. We we all the collaborative stuff was just on all cylinders. That I I really liked. Oh, that was fun. There I said it. I'm done. Yeah, well, we're not going to get any of that stuff with this game. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, forget it. Why bother? I mean, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Do we get T-shirts? We. <laughs> I haven't got any designed, if you'd care to come up with... Uh, tattoos? Come on, tattoos. Oh, tattoos, yes. I see. <laughs> T-shirt no pain, time. no pain. That's my motto. So, sorry. <laughs> oh, you mean real tattoos? Yeah. Okay. Well, we, could, we could do them ourselves while we're talking. You get some ink, and you get, like, a pin, right? <laughs> People have done this for thousands of years. Really, it'll be great. And we have a little, you know, design on the screen we can look at, and... The screams of pain. Just try and move your microphone if it if it hurts too much. Yeah. Okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think, is that too much group bonding? Oh, never mind. All right. I, I need to say some stuff to listeners for a second here. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Shutting up Hi. now. Hi, everyone. Listen, hey, this is, you know, we've got, this is a new gutter Skype. <laughs> and and uh, very much a gutter Skype for sure. This is Nikki. I have known Hello. Nikki. Yes, hi. I've known hi. Nikki for uh, I think fifteen years now. Close to, I do believe. Yeah, uh, met professionally in the theater. Oh yes. <laughs> yes very theatrical. Yes. Very theatrical. <laughs> uh, fifteen years ago, and 
this is an historic occasion for many different reasons, but I'm going to say something first up front. Uh, during the character creation session of uh, Gutter Skypes for Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies, I indicated the publisher was Evil Hat Productions, and while that is correct, it's only half correct. Shame on me. The publishers are both Evil Hat Productions and Atomic Sock Monkey Press. That's an important thing to include. Uh, ha- but it's cutting- great names. It is. <laughs> cutting out half the publishing team is not a, is not a polite thing to do. And so, um, sorry that it's late, but here's the correction. Yes, Atomic Sock Monkey Press and Evil Hat Productions published Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. It was written Arr. by... Arr. It was written by <laughs> Chad Underkoffler. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Underkoffler, and the editor was Fred Hicks, who also did the layout. Very glad to get that out. Also, I've been actually attempting to try and get Nikki in on the gutter Skypes for quite some time, and very pleased and happy and excited to welcome Nikki on her birthday, no less. My birthday. So happy birthday to Nikki. Thank you. A historic moment for actually. Hey. Hey. We would sing the song, but then royalties incur, and no, you know. no, no. It's all right. I it's just, fine. Doesn't martyr matter. Ma- no, I'm fine. No. <laughs> so thank you for your greetings. Yay! All right. So oh, and if I'm we, so happy to be here. Thank you again for inviting me. It's most welcome. Thank you for uh, joining our group. And Trying, <laughs> trying out an RPG. Uh, so, yes, this will be an, uh, um, a newcomer returning to gaming after 25 years and attempting to GM for the first time, essentially. A uh, newcomer who has... Now, you've never played an RP, a tabletop RPG before, oh, me? have you? Yes. No, no. No, I'm afraid I never have. I attempted to join one game one night in college, and they got around all kinds of character development, and I think I wandered off, and that was the end of that. Yeah, it was, because it was, I don't know, it wasn't what I was expecting, I have to admit. Okay. Why can't we just make up the story and go? And instead, they were very into numbers and figuring things out on bits of paper, and I was totally lost. And all I wanted to do was talk about killing monsters, so... (laughs) Okay. So it didn't work out, and then time went by. But 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 I would very much like to learn. So. Okay. Well, things have improved since then. Hurrah! Well, I'm probably going to get hate mail for that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so yes, a newcomer that has never played an RPG being introduced to it through Skype, and uh, there I'm we are. I'm going to drag the whole thing down like a lead balloon. <laughs> to those of you listening to this from Gen Con, have a good time, you lucky. Bastards. That's all I have to say. Oh, <laughs> well, somebody's no, a little no. bitter. Eh? <laughs> and and I mean that in the most affectionate way possible. I, I, it, it's it's completely out of out of a sense of I wanted to go. But I, <laughs> As he flings sour grapes at the microphone. Fortunately, I only live two hours from the from it, so. I'll be going oh, up on Friday. So you're going to rub uh-huh. that in, aren't you? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Oh. All right, you got to say one more thing, right, Mikey Mark? Sorry. Oh, uh, there's, well, there's a bunch more, and we're going to oh. try and actually mm-hmm. get to gaming tonight. <laughs> this is supposed to be the first. Uh, this is supposed to be the first game session of uh, Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. Anim, you got questions, we got answers. We're like the Radio Shack of role playing. Okay. Except, except the Radio Shack, it's you got questions, we got blank stares. So, 
<laughs> actually, I th- the best variation I heard of that was Radio Shack. You've got money, we've got pockets. Well, you've heard that they're actually expressed on gutter skives and not necessarily reflect the opinions of anyone else. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm sorry, Mark. What? what uh, I'm sorry, Mark. As you said. know, uh, you all know that they, they, they are ch- changing their name just to the Shack, right? No, they're not. Yes, yeah. they are. Oh, come on. Stuff. Are they really? Was somebody paid mm-hmm. to decide that? Apparently. <laughs> the Shack. Because that? radio apparently sounds too obsolete or something. Yeah, whereas so the Shack sounds really <laughs> There's so in Kentucky Sorry. Fried Chicken because that's what we sell. KFC. Uh, what do we sell in KFC? We sell KFCs. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a, an acronym for some kind of a toxin. <laughs> there were many KFCs <laughs> in the water. Now that you mention it, Adam. you mention it. inquire into their secret ingredients. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, somebody needs to do that on the bullshit show. Where, you remember where they did the water thing? Yeah, Penn and Teller, where they did the they were going to an environmentalist convention and they were telling people that uh, they were going to be basically they were describing it was hydrochlo whatever the H two O is. I'm not up on my I, I know what it is. Hydrogen oxide. Yeah, and no one and half the people didn't know what the hell it was. They That's it's right. too bad it's too bad KFC is such a household name because I would love to see them do that with uh, <laughs> uh, this this has so many KFCs in it it's pathetic you know. <laughs> mm. and, and I was just thinking I want Radio Shack if they're going to go to Shack I want them to go all the way for the international appeal and spell it with a Q U E S A Q U E Shack U so French we love it we love it it's very international because if they're going to do continental. that. <laughs> so it's so much better if it's European. So. Yeah. And the, the joke I've been making is that the obvious next step is their next spokesperson for the, the ads, and that should be Shaquille O'Neal. Exactly. The, yeah. Shaq. But <laughs> of course, give that man a $50,000 check for that idea, because that's perfect. And, and it is. You just know that some ad guy's going, you know, you know. <laughs> It'll all die. If together. I thought of it, then I guarantee. <laughs> oh, man. You know, maybe people, anyway, gonna, uh, sorry, Adam, where were we? <laughs> who are they going to get to be the spokesperson for the Sci-Fi Channel now that it's S-Y-F-Y? It's what? I don't know. S-Y-F-Y? Yeah. F-Y? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's embarrassing. Which yeah. apparently is the, medical, uh, is the medical shorthand for syphilis. <laughs> yes, and I thought it was very, very interesting that uh, when, the peop- when the marketing guy came on, or the executive, or whoever it was, addressing questions about the new name, no- nowhere did he happen to mention the question which I'm sure was asked, which was about that medical terminology... Mm-hmm. And sci-fi being the same, and I was waiting to see what his response was going to be. And Would it be tasteless to send, a, to send a representative out for Siffy wearing a little silver nose and a little eye patch? <laughs> oh, <come on>. <laughs> <laughs> Is that wrong or what? <laughs> Welcome it, to the new and improved. <laughs> <laughs> It would be in keeping with the. It would be in keeping with the genre and the period prevalent in this game. 
How's that for a segue? There you well go. Done, well done. The question, the what first question actually, here, here we, here we <laughs> go. The first question actually was guns. Should they be a one-shot kill weapon or not? Whoa, a one-shot There's kill? There's guns in this? There's guns oh. and cannon in this, sure. Oh, well, cannons are How is right. it I'm sorry, you, I say? got a break up there. Oh, oh, I was wondering how it's actually handled in the rules. I didn't get the guns. In the rules, it says, hey, GM, ask your players <laughs> if they want guns to be a one-shot kill weapon or not. <laughs> one-shot. My, my, my preference, actually, is that they not, because um, it, uh, it makes, not only does it make things a bit too easy for people with firearms, I'm addressing like this, me. I guess, pr pr primarily to Mark, <laughs> But it also <laughs> makes it a, a bit too easy for people on the opposing side with firearms, too. Agreed. I just I'm good with it. Yeah, so they're not one-shot kill weapons, okay. Um, another one is a uh, think-about-it question that doesn't need an immediate answer, but I should try to get one before the end of the night. Mark Kinney, if I can get a name at some point of the Zoltanate official, the Miner Zoltanate official, that... Um, the wild one, uh, the wild Zafiri, Captain Zafiri, fell in love with. Okay. And Blind Geek, if I can get the name of the Koldun woman that Kuruk fell in love with. Damn it, that's the one thing I haven't, <laughs> I haven't put on my character sheet. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I mean, this is stuff that we were going to fill in later on. Yeah, no, and, I, and I've been, I've been, I almost have my ruck finished. Okay. Uh, but I, I didn't think of the, I didn't have, I took so long with that that I didn't have time okay. to go researching the Coldune. No worries, it's just before the end of the night I should try and get uh, uh, those two names. Also Stacy, for... her name could be Stacy. <laughs> Stacy. Kim. Pam. Her name was Pam. Uh, the... Also, on uh, the Moya's Revenge, I would like uh -oh. to add uh, a, a couple of utility crew members, NPC crew members, that, uh, that can act as uh, uh, additional Sky Sailors. Killick and Bondon. <laughs> Bondon? James Bondon. <laughs> oh. Actually, Barrett Bondon, but Killick and Bondon are good enough. And they, I think, would have Sky Sailor plus two, unless you would prefer they had a different fort. It just made most the most sense. Oh, the the Coldune woman's name is Evangeline. I don't have a last name at this point. Okay. No worries, Evangeline will do. Uh, all right. Just pulled that now, out of my head. <laughs> hey, whatever works. That's fine. Didn't like Stacy, huh? Okay. Didn't fine. like Pam. <laughs> Pam was my second choice. But, uh, <laughs> Evangeline, okay. Pam. Lady, Lady Evangeline, one out. Now to fill out uh, the rest of the information, and we'll try and uh, to try and get uh, into the game itself. Uh, under Andros, we had a remaining technique to be announced, and you had one technique point left under uh, to be chained to your swashbuckling fort. Hmm. I was just staring um, at that. Yes. And, uh, this is something. This is something that actually I'm I'm perfectly willing to wait until uh, a moment or event in the game suggests a technique that you didn't even know you had, which mm -hmm. can be added later if you don't want to do it now. There's Bonsai no reason creation? to. 
On site, yes. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, we will improvise that, and you will let me know uh, when you're comfortable with something that you've done that's just too cool to leave off the list. All right, that's fine. Mark, you were complete, I think. You're, you were completely filled out and done. Show mm-hmm. off. For a... Uh, <laughs> 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 for the theory. Did I say that out loud? I'm so sorry. <laughs> well done, Mark. <laughs> Thank you very much. Welcome. Um, as far as that um, one character's name, though, I think Moya the Wise sounds good, and that should make for an interesting conversation the first time we run into her and I have to explain the name of the ship. <laughs> I already sense an Abbott and Costello homage coming. <laughs> Okay, Moya the Wise. Excellent. That works for me very and well. And I'll leave I guess I will leave it to you as as far as what particular rank she is. And as far as yeah. however far in the bureaucracy she's she's gotten to since, since we were actually close in that. So Okay, did is there a, a period of time I should be aware of that uh, has passed but as far as when you two last saw each other? I'm thinking we probably met at the seminary for however mm-hmm. long I was there. Right. Okay, so this isn't something like you see each other every month or anything. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, it's like true, it's like true love and all of that. But you know, he's got this whole freedom thing and doesn't mm-hmm. want to get caught up in the in the bureaucracy and that. And so it's, I can I can de- definitely see the, the the relationship there of they actually love each other, but the timing is just never quite right or or whatever something yeah. like that you've got your uh, rapacious bloodthirsty career she's got her meetings and things <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. blood stains on her homework all of that is dreadful yeah mm-hmm. all right uh that's okay um, Blind Geek, you said you had uh, a change or changes you wanted to make on your character sheet? Yeah, another clarification in the uh, Kuldun's name, it's she's Lady Evangeline. I'll get a last name because I need to see what the structure names of for some of the islands. Just to throw few, just to throw some more fuel on his fire. She's a noble woman as well as being a Kuldun, just because the more I can make her completely out of his league, the better <laughs> for this Absolutely. story. Okay. That's that's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, the first thing that was changed was his... Well, he's still Kuruk of Uzu, or however you structure that, but his epithet was... Uh, I, str- I really I really rock, racked my brains for this one. The Kuldun Rescuer. Okay. <laughs> well, it says they, that they use their claim to fame for... Uh, for their epithet, and I thought, well, okay, because I kept coming up with all these other things, and I thought, you know, I'm making this too complicated. If he's his claim to fame is that he rescued a Kuldun, you know, then, then he did. He, he did. I mean, the other, the only example I could find was the Jungle Dancer, and I thought, okay, well, <laughs> that's just as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's another and, one of those things. It doesn't sound so good when you say it out loud. Yeah, well, you know, that's. Yeah. Well, it does bring kind of, to mind sarongs and tiki torches, and there's nothing wrong with that, really. <laughs> so, 
It, 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 Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, it, no, no. It would work. Perhaps and then you have done the enemies into submission by whipping out, like, doing this fabulous little soft shoe or something. Hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> but watch this. Tappity, tappity, tappity. Woo, you know, it, it could work. Okay. <laughs> there, I've got already too happen. many visuals in my head that uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to wash out with flame, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark, uh, uh, Eric. Um, and then I, I was reading up, and it said you can double up on, because uh, remember we were, we were talking about it, logically, Ruck Rider would be the best swashbuckling forte for him, but he, it was already his past. Well, apparently you can double up and make it the same for your past and swashbuckling or whatever two you want. It just gives you an expert rank in that forte. No. And then you also get an extra, because you took, you get an extra additional good to, so basically what I did was I made Ruck Rider expert, because, and it's his swashbuckling and his past forte. Ooh, so and he's got a plus four on Shaku Ruck Rider under swashbuckling yes. fort. Yes. Slick. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I put Griffin and Brawler at good, and I forgot. Um, and the other one is, if I can find it. <laughs> well, I just um, replaced Brawler with Shaku Ruckrider. Okay, yeah, everything else is the same. It's it Brawler is now just a regular forte. Um, so he has Sky Sailor average, Griffin, good. And uh, Brawler, good. And the techniques are a little different because I made that my swashbuckling forte. Um, well, I've got, uh, under under other forts, I have uh, the Griffin Gift at good plus two. Then I have the Ruck Sidekick at good plus two. And then you took your third other fort and broke it into a standby average fort of Sky Sailor and the second foible. Yes. So I don't have actually room to put Brawler down here as a fort. When you double up and make two of the fortes that you're given the same, you get an extra additional one. Oh, cool, good. Yeah. So you end up with... I even checked to make sure I was reading it right, and he says, four instead of three, and I thought, well, you can't be more clear than that. Hey, that's fine with me. I wish they were that clear on some of the other things. All right, brawler. Yeah, like style dice. Good plus two. Plus two. Now, I tell you what was driving me, what what was uh, just absolutely cooking my brain was uh, vehicle... uh, By the time I got to, to, to vehicle duels, vehicle combat... I was just I I I had to go and have a lie down. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. And I didn't okay. get to those yet, so I'm going to be of no help whatsoever. So hopefully Do you have uh, <laughs> oh I I've got a I've got an understanding of it, but it's like it's like first you have to tell me what it is and how it works before you go into pages and pages <laughs> of flavor text and variations on what you haven't explained yet. Yeah. But I'm just—that's just me whining. I'll, um, I'll reread those chapters a uh, third time, and maybe I'll get a closer understanding of it. But it's not going to preclude doing it. 
Because we're gonna, there's definitely gonna be battles. We're crying out loud. Why play the game? You're not gonna have skyship battles. There you go. Uh, the, and the it's name... more time for shopping, Adam. Hello. Should... If we don't have battles, we can go shopping. Oh. Markets and little trading galleries and oh, brilliant! Come on. That does depend on. Anyway, go ahead. From doesn't it? It depends it on where to go shopping. Where to go shopping depends on how many ports we're actually excluded from. Oh, <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. I can dream about all the bazaars and galleries, and, and I can't even get in. No, oh. Moya's Revenge, you're over on the quarantine. That island. depends entirely on. Well, that depends uh -oh. in entirely on who they think we are. <laughs> that's true too. Aha! <laughs> We're the jungle dancers. Come to entertain. It's amazing what uh, a, a good strip of canvas and a couple of pots of paint will do. Isn't that true? Isn't that so true? Right over the port lids looks like you got a ton of guns. Really, it's it's incredible. Okay, uh, blind blind geek. Yes. The name of your ruck. The name of my ruck is <laughs> Bakari. That's B A K. I'm sorry, could you say that again or you broke up? Oh, uh, B-A-K-A-R-I. All righty. I used two C's thinking it was Bacardi. Um, <laughs> but that's easier to spell, B-A-K-A-R-I. All righty. And his foible is stir-crazy. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I figure he, That's pretty appropriate. he yeah, I figure he, he'd spend too much time on a ship he gets he just needs to get out and and go and uh you don't want to find yourself up against a stir crazy giant parrot. that's for sure plus <laughs> two wow, all right, and then I got stir crazy at good plus two. Well, no, that's a fa that's a foible, so it doesn't have a it doesn't have a right oh well, that's right, that's right. foibles don't have uh, values right. Uh, his his fortes are good plus two aerial combat, good plus two intuitive, and average smarts. Okay. And he's got two chained techniques, one of which I have not written down yet. Um, one that I do have is it's a weapon technique, and it's uh, talons under aerial combat. Okay. And uh, the other one, I guess it would be Bond under Intuitive. I, I want, he gets especially intuitive when it comes to Kuruk. He, he's intuitive in other areas, but that's where he's especially, where if they're separated, it, it's kind of like the twin thing, mm -hmm. you know? How, yeah, that's kind of what I had in mind, and I don't know how to sum Towards like mood and emotion? That he registers and reacts to yeah. an emotion? Yeah, or I was even, even thinking... some. Yeah, or I was even thinking sometimes he just has a, a feeling of where, like, of where, he, where uh, he is if they're separated. Not necessarily like, he's there in the, in the tower, but more <laughs> like if, you're, if he's heading in the right direction, he gets that sort of sixth sense that tells him... Go more this way. Go more that yeah. way. Yeah. Okay, I'm calling it uh, empathic bond. 
Okay, then that works for me, and that's under that's chain to intuitive. Cool. Yeah, Crook is uh, gonna kick some ass, I think. Yeah, he's, I'm. I'm looking forward. That's a lot. Yeah, I couldn't find a lot of info on Rux. I guess we're just supposed to make that stuff up as we go, as, as in an individual campaign. Like, do they talk or do they not talk? They're parrots, so they could, in theory. Bet they like grapes. Every parrot I've met really likes grapes. Yeah, the example <laughs> Rux, that they have in the uh, in the game is one of her one of the fortes the player gave that. Ruck was smart as a person, so I'm thinking, smart as a person, does that mean that the thing, that, that Rucks could conceivably do calculus in their head? You know, people can be that smart, well, I'm exaggerating a little, but you get the idea, you know, how, how, how far do you carry this? So I just sort of left my, that's why I put smarts at average, because I figured I'm just going to leave that vague until we know more what, what we're doing with that. Okay. Cool. I'm just thinking if it's just, if it's if it's like a regular parrot, you could always train it to hum or uh, screech out the tune for Flight of the Valkyries as you're swooping in on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Would that, that I guess that wouldn't be your first choice though, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I love the smell of parrot feathers in the morning. <laughs> I love the smell of parrot dung in the morning. Gives the place dive bomb a whole new meaning. Oh, okay. boo, it is. Uh, it gets... Uh, oh, it, is he going to have a little bell wherever it is you store him on the ship? A little oh, bell and a little basket for seed and a little water dish. But the bell's the best. Bing, 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 bing. You know, oh, come on. What's he going to sharpen his beak on? You can't get a cuttlefish bone that big. Come on. Use the largest seed bell you have. <laughs> no, that's too big. Seed bell. Uh, yeah, the whole kill for that. <laughs> but you know, they get bored, so they like to bang those little bells. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Put that, put that evil minion down. <laughs> Robin, no, that's not nice, bad rock, bad rock. Okay. <laughs> if I can get uh, from uh, each of you, I don't. I have you lined up in no particular order here, just uh, as far as tabs go. Nikki. Yo. <laughs> It just occurred to me that we didn't narrow down your foibles. I was but hoping you you'd would, ignore that. <laughs> no, no, we can't, we can't let that go too long. All right. Um, if you Actually, could just, uh, sorry, say again. Don't at all about her character. Yeah, we, we, we're going to be describing our characters now uh, as 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 we uh, before we get completely underway. Uh, uh, Nikki, if you could just uh, say the, say your character's name and give us a, a description of what you actually look like. Look, oh, I didn't come up with that. Um, Ravenna de Mestiere. What does she look like? She's covered in way too much jewelry. Oh, wait, I did have that, kind of, didn't I? Uh, she's over 30, under 50, kind of nondescript other than that. She wears lots and lots and lots. She loves tacky jewelry. as a uh, a, um, a story tied to it, like about magic or, or healing or something like that. She doesn't believe it, but she just loves the stories. And mm-hmm. uh, she probably has... She's probably middling height, 5'4 to 5'6, not very tall, not super uber short. And what else? Is that it? Is she armed? Oh, but of course. Um, she, she has 
blades. She can use. Do we have? She doesn't like fire war, firearms, but she can use. Uh, do we have bows and arrows on this world, or or crossbows, that sort of thing? I can uh, I can place crossbow under your weapons if you uh, if you want. Well, that. if I'm sure. the gunner, I mean, I can certainly do cannon and whatnot. I just don't particularly like them. I guess I can use them, but I don't like them very much. They're loud. They're stinky. You know, they're not very pretty. <laughs> class yeah. with the outfits. Meanwhile, <laughs> they're loud, they're stingy. That describes basically everybody on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> just and just like everybody on this ship, you can stand back when they go off. Uh, she is extremely well trained <laughs> in martial arts in terms of, but but she likes to be inventive. She really whatever comes to hand. You know, she could take your head off with a pewter plate or with the blade that's at her side. Doesn't Excellent. really matter to her. So uh, she just wants the fight to end. She doesn't want to prolong it. She just wants it done, and whatever works, works. Uh, but mm. she doesn't... Oh, should my fo foible be hates the sight of blood, then? Does that tie in with that? I've actually, I'll tell you what my... my let's, these are the seven that are available. <laughs> I'm sorry. Of, no, no, that's good. This is a lot of information. And highly and appropriate that it's seven, by the way. <laughs> Lucky yeah. number. Lucky I hadn't number. thought of that. <laughs> Seven, one for each sky. Exactly. That'd be an interesting uh, new mechanic to add to it if well, you have a new foible, depending on what skies you're you're in. Um, it's just like astrology, but not. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified of heights, hair trigger rage, compassion for the underdog, pisses off any clergy, messiah complex, hates the sight of blood, and kicked out of her mercenary squad or ousted from the Viridian Arms Guild. The Arms Guild uh, that you had originally, that would translate, I think, in game terms to a squad of mercenaries. That would be the closest thing. Fair enough, yeah, fair I enough. I think for the Viridian's uh, thing, and that's that's fine too. My preference... Yes. And this... I'll go with whatever you, know you say. What? I shouldn't actually say it because then it wouldn't be you selecting... Well, the then put on the sock puppet and let the sock puppet say it. <laughs> The sock puppet says, Adam Five's preference is hair trigger rage. All right, friends. That could, that could be so funny. I was so mad at you, actually. So With the apologies after. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Apply direct pressure there. You'll be all right. Yes. Please, God, don't let her have one of those hair trigger rage fits when she... To, uh, oh, you dropped out. ...or manipulate oh, no. the cannons. In <laughs> <laughs> she is good at her job, you know. <laughs> exactly. Okay. This thing isn't working. Bam! <laughs> Hit it with a hammer. Hit it with a hammer. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, so I'll go with hair we, trigger rage, though. Really we also have to tie down under motivation. Uh, we've got three choices there. <laughs> one is passion for fashion. One is, ooh, shiny. Shiny? And, <laughs> and the other one is to become queen of the monkey squids. <laughs> Actually, I guess what really boils down is I don't have any money, much as I'd like some, and I need some. So if I was mercenary in the arms squad before, I guess my motivation is is travel Oof. and money, loot, stuff, jewelry, loot. Loot with an exclamation point is a good motivation. <laughs> All right. I'll All go right. with loot. We could say Especially wealth, but loot is more fitting. Which has definite... <laughs> 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 you, you did say monkey squid, right? <laughs> monkey squids, yes. Queen of the monkey squids. And I thought that would be great motivation, but, you know, I, I am vegetarian, and feeding them the dead fish, not so much. Are so, they yeah. flying monkey squids? 
Some I don't are. know that they can. Oh, I don't yes. know that they can oh, fly. Yes, yes, gently. They leap, yes, you know, indeed. kind of like flying fish. They mm. glide. They're gliding monkey squids. <laughs> and they live in banana hammocks. <laughs> <laughs> not <Okay>. so much. <laughs> so y'all go for loot because, yeah, it's not just about the money. It's about the stuff. I love stuff. Oh. Stuff okay. and shiny stuff is better. So, whoops. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry. Oops. Hit the kitty with the pillow. Sorry, sorry. All right, better. All right, so I'm okay. going to go for loot. That's my motivation. Can I have, I have any nationalities? Is that okay? Can I have? That those? was kind of my next question. I've got, uh, well, I've got you down as a dual citizenship because your parents are, uh, you shared time between parents between Viridia and the kingdom of Colrona. Yeah. Um, while you can have dual citizenship, I, you still only get a plus two on the fort. Okay. Um, Whatever that means. No, no, no. That's or, fine. <laughs> or, or forte. I'm, I'm. Uh, Nikki, you've read far more books uh, than I have. What do you think? Is it fort or forte? Well, if you want to be European and uh, international, then it would be forte because it would be like the French thingy. But by God, we're American, and you can say anything you want. So if you wanted to be fort, <laughs> go with fort. Doesn't bother me. Of course, as a yeah. as a musician, forte means louder. So since it's stuff that you're extra good at or extra <laughs> loud with. <laughs> yeah, I think just as a yeah, I think forte is going to win. Uh, that, that, forte, that really. I have to it. admit, I think that I probably say forte. Like if if I, you were to just ask me without looking at it printed, I would say mm-hmm. my forte is looking for shiny stuff. You know. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, I would probably say forte. So yeah, your nationality uh it, it is going to be dual citizenship and unless if I find something If it's a problem, you can really certainly take it away. I do not want to create waves. I'm not so. really seeing it as one. I'm, I don't see it as a problem and I like uh, the word Viridia, but I kind of like the mindset of col- Corona, so that's all right. Okay. Oh, shut up, watch. you wow, uh, That was cool. I just heard over here like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes okay. off every uh, every hour. Oh wait, can you still hear me? Okay, I just moved, and I want to make sure my mic is picking me up. Yeah, okay, the mic is yeah. picking you up. Yep. Okay, good. Your past, you were ousted from the Viridis mercenaries for anger management issues. Good yeah. plus two. <laughs> uh, swashbuckling yeah, yeah, fort. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, swashbuckling Fort Viridis Freehold Mercenary at good plus two. You have the chain techniques of while using a non-weapon, <laughs> i.e. a food utensil or craft tool, uh, while aiding the underdog, and while unarmed. So that means I'm pretty good at fighting with when those Bare-handed, things happen? Yeah. I, yeah, if you happen to be able to grab something that uh, has an edge on it, wow. Or a wine pitcher or something like that, I'm okay. Sure. Sure. Excellent. Excellent. Um, That's what we like. Your other forts are that you are a Koldun yep. at good. But not great, a, just good. Yeah. <laughs> and that can change. Eventually. Chain to, chain to that is a technique of gift unicorn. Oh, I forget. Which, is that mm. healing? Yes, yes, it is. It is. It's, oh, also, cool. it's also injury by touch. <laughs> it sucks to be all. <laughs> <laughs> You just have to remember who it is you're trying to help. Oh, good one. Her good temper one, flares up. Mm. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, wait, I can fix that. Wait. Ooh, sorry. 
sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, your other uh, another fort is Rogue at good plus two. That covers your uh, the um, the burglary stuff that you were interested in. Yes. In your, in your nice. Because I'm nosy and I just want to look at stuff. <laughs> uh, you had a you had a third fort available, and I just threw this in myself. I love this. And you can change now. this. Okay, uh-huh. sidekick plus two. And I just couldn't think of I couldn't think of of what. You know, I just couldn't think of what, and and it's still kind of tricky because, um, you know, you don't want any any little creature that's too big. Though it would be kind of funny to, you know, my my best companion animal is like a goat or something, um, mm-hmm. but kind of hard to store on the ship. You know, and their little hooves skittering around in the waves. Um, I don't know, a ferret. <laughs> you could actually. <laughs> would a ferret work? Why? What am I hearing? What am I hearing in the background? <laughs> snickering. I'm hearing snickering. <laughs> this uh, this is actually something that you can pick up uh, at Later? some point during the game oh, if uh, the opportunity presents itself. Excellent. It's available. It's already there for you. So I don't you have to start out with one because. Okay. Not. It's um, as far as I'm concerned, it's not required. If you come across something that's that's uh, screams, I must be Ravenna's <laughs> pet. <laughs> um, and nowhere does it say what rucks eat, so if they eat uh, uh, ferret, uh, uh, that would be very... <laughs> it would be sad for the ruck since I... ...with a touch, so... <laughs> oh, bummer. I had, I had a break up there. <laughs> I was not I threatening the ruck. I'm sure I was not threatening the ruck <laughs> with hurting a... it with a touch if it tries to eat my ferret, so... <laughs> no, no, no. It also doesn't necessarily here. have to be an animal. It can also be a lackey or a gopher or a, a uh, gopher is an animal. actual. I, I, I do. Oh, I do have in my, <laughs> my little biography of Ravenna. She does pick up. She picks up strays of all sort, all sorts. Okay. Wherever she goes, she finds a stray. She kind of bundles them along with her, and then winds up dumping them on her mother. So it could be people. It could be beasties. <laughs> You know, who knows? Who knows who will show up? It changes from adventure to adventure. (laughs) And sky after sky. (laughs) Okay. Oh, that rocks. (laughs) That's that's so scary. Uh, All right. Um, You are you start out. You are going to start out with uh, one style die because uh, because you're you're here, and another style die because it's your birthday. Now then. <laughs> Thank All right, you. moving on. Birthday. I got style dies. Yes. Next, uh, <laughs> next, uh, <laughs> next tab over. Blind Geek. Blind Geek's character is, or should I sit back and shut up and let you describe your character? <laughs> I think I should. <laughs> I think uh, I should. His, his name is Wuzu Ko- <laughs> Wow. When I say it out loud, I'm, I may have to change the tribe. That just sounds too... <laughs> it's very... I am the walrus. Wuzu Karuk. <laughs> <laughs> Pleased to meet you, I'm the Eggman. <laughs> I, I hadn't put that together until just now. Okay, Adam, there may be one more change coming down. Well, uh, I have you down as Karuk of the Woozoos. Well, they say it says the tribal name goes first before the uh, uh, yeah. person name. So, that would okay. Be- <laughs> Somebody's enjoying this way too much. I'll, 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 to inspire terror, really, when you think about it. 
Uh, yeah, I may have to pick a different tribe because that's just that's just dorky. <laughs> anyway, okay. I, uh, he goes by Kuruk, so it really isn't that relevant anyway. But Wuzu uh, Kuruk, the Coldune Rescuer. <laughs> Nikki, hit your mute button until you get your breath back. I'm all better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. Kuruk. <laughs> uh, ku- Kuruk, well, uh, yeah, Wuzu Kuruk, the Kuldun Rescuer. Uh, and he is a rather burly individual. He has striking tattoos. I haven't really got anything specific as far as the tattoos go. A lot of them are just designs and stuff from his uh, Shakaruk background. He adorns himself with feathers and uh, things like that. He has a hook hand, and he has a he is a ruck rider, and so therefore he has a ruck. He is an island, and uh, the ruck's name have, is. But, I don't have the rim shot ready. That's I'm sorry. Okay. I... <laughs> um, I just couldn't pass it up. Nikki, I was only um, kidding. You don't have to keep your mute on. I'm just... <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, yeah. I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, do we want to go into the whole backstory and everything? Well, it it, it actually, it was pretty, it was uh, pretty succinct. Uh, yeah, the the uh, character of, uh, of Karuk saved a Koldun woman's life and lost his hand in the process. Uh, that would be Lady Evangeline. He fell in love with her, uh, and it lowered his status among uh, the Shaku to repay him. She made him an enchanted replacement hook for the hand that he lost, and that gives him, that hook gives him the gift of the griffin. And I had as a final, uh, uh, final under your miscellany, he now travels the skies in search of deeds and reputation, which will restore his Shaku status, and that's what you have under... Uh, motivation to regain his Shaku status. Yes, and did we decide, or did we, I, I don't remember last time, I was toying with the idea of him not knowing that he has the gift. He just thinks that he's yeah putting on a burst of speed or adrenaline or whatever. He yeah, doesn't, if you he want to play the character that way, that's perfectly fine, as, as so okay. far as I can... Yeah. Uh, so far as I know, because uh, yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, aspect of that gift is you could very well just consider it a natural physical gift, um, <laughs> if you want to, yeah, for lack of a better word, uh, just part of your natural physical attributes and not something that was that's particularly uh, added. Uh, you may discover it later on, or you may not. It's uh, it's depends on what happens and uh, how your character plays it. So yeah, yeah, I have no problem with that. Cool. Well, I figure he can still, I mean, if anybody tries to detect, or if anybody has any magic capabilities, they're going to detect it, but, mm-hmm. you know, he he doesn't know that it's there, so he wouldn't take the precaution. Anyway, yeah. Okay. So, cool. Okay, past is Shaku Ruck Rider, Nas- nationality is, uh, is uh, Shaku. So, uh, Swashbuckling Fort is Shaku Ruck Rider, with a chain technique of versus many. Oh no 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 that that was that was changed. I thought we okay. Um, the 
the uh, where is it? Hang on. I'm sorry, Adam. I thought we'd gone over this part. We it's did. Swashbuckling Fort, Shaku Ruck Rider at plus four. Right, but the techniques is versus Koldun is a Ruck Rider technique. Oh. Uh, weapon Bow is a Ruck Rider technique, and he has an idiom of acrobatics with a uh, under the Ruck Rider technique, and then he still has the boost um, boosted strength under Griffin, where he he excel he does best when he's doing stuff involving boosting his strength. Right. Yeah, that I have. Cool. So under past uh, Shaku Ruck Rider, I have a Chang technique of Flight of the Arrow, improved accuracy while mounted. Yeah, that's not that's not uh, there anymore. Okie dokie. Alrighty. Saved. <laughs> okay, and your Ruck's name is Bakari. Yes. And you have a ready uh, standby fort of Sky Sailor at average, ready to be improved. Yes. <laughs> okay. Karuk has a style die to start out with just for being here. <laughs> and a style die because he actually managed to get a pirate's hooked hand on a character that you would never expect <laughs> a hooked hand to be on. Thank you. So Which I think is kind of cool. So now, so we have three total then for the, because uh, it's you get one just from the book. Or is that the one for just showing up? Or is that the one? Yeah, that's what I'm. Well, let's count them: the one for showing up, yes, Yay. the one for putting uh, for coming up with a hook hand on an unexpected character. Mm-hmm. Where's the third one coming from? Uh, the third one would be from the book says you start out automatically with one style point and no training points. Sure. Okay, Nikki, take an extra style die. Woohoo! Three. Oh. Spend them. Yeah. Use them. Do I have to spend them? I want to hoard them. Uh, <laughs> um, you'll think you'll find that won't work out very well. Dang. Uh, <laughs> we'll put it in my style die bag then. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, next tab over, I have Mark Kinney. All right, uh, Captain Zafiri Carlison is a uh, little woozy. He's about six feet tall, dark hair, usually. Uh, normally he wears one of the, a very wide brim hat in the, the style of the Sultanate of Corona. Um, underneath the which he usually has his hair bound in a... Uh, some kind of scarf or a sash or something that if somebody looked closely enough would probably realize that it is a an old kind of stained uh, Sandman's sash. Under his coat, of course, he always has the uh, has a, uh, a like flintlock pistol, basically, to where he, his, he can pull that with, with his left hand or a, a rapier with his right hand. Like I said, one of those long captain's coat kind of, of things. Sounds like a Westcott. Yeah. That's as far as physical description goes. Uh, the the hat, of course, is one of the the habits that he retained from his time in the the Sultanate, when he almost became a priest or official or something. Hmm. He's not really sure what he would have done because, well, he he didn't want to. Decided that you know the whole. 
the whole, you know, being a official in the bureaucracy with his beloved, that would just be too much like actual, you know, honest work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so he probably took great efforts to jump uh, aboard a ship of of some sort, leaving the Sultanate, which if you've read the section on the island there, you know how interesting that could be. Hmm. He got a hold of, of that Sandman sash. Ah, okay. Thereby hangs a tale. Yes. Okay, so uh, if you want to, I've been I've been reading off everybody else's. Um, completely yet. I'm sorry. Say again. He probably has not explained the 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 name of the ship fully to the rest of the crew yet. <laughs> but <laughs> but he will. It's it's his own little secret. <laughs> Eventually, it will come out. I'm sure. All right. Okay. All right. So, excellent. Good deal. The foible, uh, the foible that you have uh, is the true love for the miners' alternate official, um, who uh, actually Moya is the wise. named Moya the Wise. Moya the Wise. Motivation we've heard is freedom. 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 <laughs> the nationality Ilwuzi, which uh, uh, anyone unfamiliar with the game, Ilwuzi is the pirate island. Which disappears and reappears in different locations, what is it, every 40 days? Something like that. I think it's every 40 days. I, I could be yeah. wrong there. But, uh, and but a I, native of Ilwuzi... I'm sorry, go ahead. So I, I was just going to fill that in. But I mm-hmm. always know where it is. Exactly. Can we go there and look for shiny things? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Sure, but what's the fun in, in that? We could go raid that ship over there. <laughs> but if we can't get into any other ports, can we at least go there? So that's all I'm saying. Yes. All yes. right. Fine. <laughs> you got to get there eventually, if if only to if only to buy the postcards and you know get the t-shirts. So. <laughs> uh, t-shirts. I found Ilwa. <laughs> all I got was this lousy, this lousy t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention uh, all of the duty-free rum. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Okay, past escaped seminarian, as we have heard. Uh, swashbuckling fort, obviously pirate. At yep. uh, good, plus two, a chain technique of captain, because he is the captain of the Moya's Revenge. And uh, his other forts are fencing at good, with a chain techniques of insane attempt... And his weapon is rapier. Did I get that right? I think I have that right. Yes. Yes. Uh, his uh, other fort, his other two forts, repartee at good plus two, and firearms at good plus two, meaning that he has six votes in the pirate council. <laughs> <laughs> By thunder. All right. And if anyone's curious, uh, the reason he was in the seminary, and to be, uh, seminary to begin with was because his parents got oh. it into their heads that... I'm sorry, you go ahead and uh, explain that. Yeah. yeah, basically at some point his parents decided that uh, they're, they're probably ones that had, that had gone straight at, at some point and got involved in one of the churches that had gotten, actually managed to get established on the island and decided that their son should 
you know, should go on the straight and narrow, and so they sent him to become a a lay priest, and, well, we see how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he could honestly say, I'm a pirate for the love of God! <laughs> Ooh. That could be interesting. What a great Does that phrase. mean that, that Ravenna can go around insulting him all the live long day since she manages to piss off every piece of clergy that she runs across? Well, he never actually graduated. Does he believe? <laughs> or not so much? Like, <laughs> I... I doesn't actually mean does he know he to, to piss off anybody, but she just kind of spouts her own beliefs, which happens to tromp all over, mm-hmm. you know, whatever clergy is standing in front of her or beside her. That's all. With impeccable timing, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. He's sure that this will work. So. Yeah. Well, he's probably more in the not-so-much category, because generally those of, of the island are in the not-so-much category. But Oh, okay. You know, he, he may have some, some So he's not going time. to run after a screaming was, glass gamer? <laughs> yeah. Now, if it was something that somehow involved Moya, on the other hand, that might be a bit different. But, <laughs> but, but, but how often is that going to happen? <laughs> Never can tell, can one. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't know. All right. Well, okay. Captain Zafiri Carlosen the Wild uh, ah. starts out with uh, one style die by default, one style die for being here, and one style die simply for the phrase, because I didn't feel like it. <laughs> uh, it works for me. All right. And I'm pressing save. And Andros. Pard. Pard. A mountain of a man with a horrendously ordinary face. <laughs> <laughs> Horrendously ordinary. I love it. <laughs> Gazing serenely at the horizon with the like a dormant volcano. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he's pretty easygoing actually. At least he seems to be. He's got he's got a very Zen sort of philosophy. Uh, he has an ornately carved walking stick, which is very traditional for his people. Well, I haven't come up with quite a name for their island yet, but I don't know if that's important. <laughs> uh, uh, minor tribalith is working so far. Yeah. He, his main motivation is to... He wants to see the seven skies, travel extensively, meet many new people, and uh, try to enlighten them by... kind of sideways from the way people normally see things. So he gets into a lot of fights, so he's good at fighting. <laughs> because pe- pe- people tend not to like being enlightened for some reason. Ask Socrates. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so he's extremely big guy. He's, uh, is he dressed in... Uh, um, um, yeah, the sarong How is he dressed? Oh, the, the sarong robe type things? Yeah. Cool. And, so he has a kind um, of a monkish appearance. Kind of, yeah. He he for, hadn't had a lot of contact with the world when he was on his island, so that's one of the reasons why he wants to travel and see things. So mm-hmm. he he's a little naive in that he doesn't really understand the way societies work. 
and how people really interact with each other, aside from discussing philosophy. Hmm. Other than that, he's pretty much along for the ride. <laughs> well, he'll be caught up in the action, no doubt. No doubt. I hope. <laughs> he has managed to befriend these people on this fine ship. And um, while he doesn't quite understand what their business is, he's sure everything is um, very friendly. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. We've covered, uh, we've covered Foible Naive, uh, your motivation of wanderlust. Uh, yes, your nationality is one of, the, one, of the, one of the smaller islands, a minor tribalith, um, minor tribal society. Your past was that you were a reclusive hermit. I love yes, this swashbuckling fort. I'm sorry, go ahead. Forte, yes. Uh, it's kind of paraphrased. You know, the actual quote is, speak softly and carry a big stick. But he, I'm using the um, common um, misquote, uh, walk softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> Still works. Absolutely. Uh, he does have the gift of the merhorse. So he can have, that's one of the reasons, he, he's always seeing little bit into the future. He gazes at the horizon. When people talk to him, they get the impression that he's not necessarily all in the now. <laughs> so, so I guess they, they think he's a bit flaky or dippy or not really connected. But I was thinking of a better word, but I couldn't. It, I lost it. Um, let's see, when in fact, he is just divining. Huh? He is divining. He is, de- he is, he is defining. Yes. Yes. But uh, since, since he has befriended these people, he is also fiercely uh, loyal and protective toward them. Hmm. hmm. Excellent. Okay. Uh, all right. So under, uh, under Swashbuckling Fork, you have chain, chain techniques of while eating or drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, which will be uh, quite a bit of fun when you get into some fights. Absolutely. Another tech chain technique called one hand clapping. I went ahead and yes. nicknamed it Zen Stun. <laughs> yes, that's good. That can be used um, in combat and conversationally as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your weapon is the Great Club. Uh, yes. That's another one of your techniques. And another technique is when outnumbered. So you have uh, a technique to use when you're facing more than one foe. Actually, while I was just talking, um, the last one occurred to me. Oh, cool. um, okay. Okay. Uh, while defending a crewmate. Excellent. Good form, sir. Very good form. Thank defending you. a crewmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And your other forts, we, we've covered... Uh, we covered Merhorse. That was one of your other forts. The Gift of Merhorse. Uh, Vagabond, which gives you basic uh, getting along hobo skills. Mm-hmm. And Sky Sailor at Good Plus Two, which comes in quite handy aboard the Moya's Revenge. So there we have it. Big quiet guy with a big stick who can confuse the hell out of you and or bash your brains out. <laughs> <laughs> and makes you think all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Consider this experience. <laughs> yeah. And you can actually say, hey, pard over here, hit him with a stick, hit him with a stick, and well, which is great. <laughs> you too okay. will be honored to learn a 
a lesson student. Boot <laughs> <laughs> to the head. It is the rod of correction. <laughs> Excellent. Take Education. the pebble from my hand, grasshopper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops, missed. You lose. Wham, wham, wham. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. All right. Pard. Pard starts out with a style die by default. A style die for showing up. And a style die for that very admirable added technique of while defending a crewmate. Are, are these bowl or box style points? I'm calling them bowl, and if we have, if they've exceeded the number I'm supposed to start out with, which I believe is ten, then uh, I'm over it. Six, <laughs> nine. Yeah, I think it comes to twelve. And uh, you know what? As they say in Mexico, "El tufo shido." <laughs> Now then. Wow, you are so good at languages. <laughs> wow. I think I think I've covered everything except possibly uh emails for this show. <laughs> so um and I don't have any because I was I didn't get my stuff together fast enough to get them ready. So we're just going to go uh we're just going to go right ahead. If I've forgotten ever anything, um, too bad. We're going to play Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. The name of the adventure is the, is the Cerulean Star Diamond. Cool. The camera pans in on the Moya's Revenge. It's in a clear sky... The wind is blowing. The two deckhands are knotting and splicing and doing minor repairs as we close in on the ship. And there's noise coming from down below. Because in the galley are Ravena de Mysterie, Kuruk of the Wuzus, Captain Zafiri Carlosen, the Wild, and Pard. A person of mystery. And what is uh, taking place so far as uh, Game Start goes is all characters are, uh, with the exception of the two sailors, the two uh, crewmates, Killick and Bondon, who are on deck, as said before, dealing with small things. They are having a birthday party for <laughs> Ravena. <laughs> There can wow. be flung, there can be quaffing and flung <laughs> pudding and bread, bread sticks being thrown around and, and uh, singing and screaming and <laughs> laughing. And I step away. What's, uh, how are you characters enjoying yourselves at the birthday party? Well, Kuruk has a, a uh, tankard of, I'm assuming we're using tankard or whatever the equivalent thereof. Mm-hmm. Of rum from the ship's stores, and uh, and and is he says, may this humble rider who is not worthy to bask in your birthly glory raise his glass to you. Oh, to do just that and take a big <laughs> swig, and then proceeds to offer some to his to Bakari. Who is somewhere <laughs> nearby? 
perched on uh, something. Special uh, note, this ship has very wide hatchways. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how that's supposed to work with, with the... Uh, Oh, uh, the ruck could it, the ruck could actually be on its uh, on its so the, one of the examples they give is a custom made perch um, on the ship. There we go. Okay. For right. it to be uh, unless you if you actually want it under deck, revisions could have been made to the construction of the ship to allow such a thing. No, no, it doesn't matter. He can be. I can retcon the last thing. He's up in his on his perch. It fits good. better. It keeps... in, fits better in with his stir crazy foible anyway. And it keeps food fights from ruining his feathers. We're going to be looking in from the hatch on, you know, the big hatch that leaves the deck. For the sure. hatch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, could he poke his head in? Sure. Or would he just peer in? I don't know how flexible he is. <laughs> how cautious he is. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so there's um, there's uh, uh, quaffing and toasting, and is there is is did I, did I interrupt anybody? No. Nope. I was just gonna thank thank Karok and say back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a nice guy. She's half a little bit. That was really yeah. sweet. Thanks. Okay, there is a massive jolt to the ship. Uh oh. And, uh, um... That's not good. <laughs> no. You uh, barely maintain your footing as, uh, as the, the, uh, a hell of a shift, um, with, with the ship coming almost to a complete stop, and then finally quickly slowing to a complete stop after the massive jolt. The crew is in a panic. Killick and Bondin are running back and forth, not quite knowing what to make of it. One of them comes down below. Captain! What is it? We, 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 we've lost all headway. We're, we're not going any further forward, and, and we're stopped dead. There's, the sky has changed. The sky has changed. You've got to come up and look for yourself. And he runs upstairs. Uh, changed. Can we give the Game Master good form dice? Does that, does that uh, work in the rules? I don't remember. It uh, does work in the rules, and yes, you can. I'm giving you one, then. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so yes, he Do those come out up. of the bowl, or do I need to deduct it from my style dice? In this particular case, I think you pull from your own pile. Okay, then I do that. I'll, get, I'll adjust. Excellent, thank you. I guess I will be uh, putting down my tankard of grog and following after in a rush. See what's going on up, up top. How about the rest of you? Right behind him. Yep, following. Okay. Uh, as you come up on deck, you see that the sky is not actually um, blue with the familiar clouds and uh, floating flotsam and jetsam that you normally see on a fine day in a good wind, but is, in fact, completely white. There is... Uh, it, the ship is held fast in a fog of pure, pure white. After a very short time of being on deck and gazing at this particular marvel, you hear a chorus of ahs. Very, very, very strange sounding. Almost as if, uh, 
almost as if it were coming from nowhere and and everywhere at the same time. Hmm. The hell is that? Has it over the side? I'm sorry, say again, Andros? <laughs> oh, um... <laughs> has it been side? I lost that. You know. I okay. apologize, you broke off. Okay. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to go up to the bow and look over the side. Uh, looking down over the side, you see the same white nothingness that surrounds the, the rest of the ship uh, in every direction. And this isn't Kill- like the fog around a cloud island? Uh, nothing like it. It does not have any of the topical surface characteristics, uh, density changes, anything like that. Nothing brighter, nothing darker, just a uniform white. As the chorus of Oz, you say you're near the bow? Yes. Then you are closest to what's about to happen. <laughs> is, is there anything magical I can do to try and and penetrate this fog and see where the hell we are? Am I allowed to do something like that? I think you can, but before you have the opportunity to try, something else is going to happen to grab your attention rather oh. quickly. <laughs> okay, better okay. go get my wine pitcher. Oh wait, I brought it with me. Never mind, I'm set. <laughs> <laughs> A robed figure twice the size of the ship appears floating in the nothingness 50 yards off the bow ahead of the ship it has a very dour elderly face and it begins to speak Moya's revenge behold a message bearer you see before you not death not danger, but a herald of portents and prophecy. You must go to the Dagobah system. There you will learn for... Wait, that isn't right. Oh, here, here it is. Hang on a second. You will encounter a vessel of great power and strangeness. Deal with it as you wish, but be told, it carries a passenger who must be taken into your protection. He will go willingly. He will offer you no harm. The figure remains floating there, appearing to look at all of you at the same time, uncannily like eyes in a painting that follow you around the room. And we can all see and hear him? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yes, this isn't uh, specific to any one character. It's uh, even Killick and Bondon can see this figure. And they have, uh, they have um, surprisingly lit a loft to the highest points of the rigging just to make sure everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and are uh, uh, making sure everything's okay by holding on tightly to each other and turning... Deathly white. (laughs) (laughs) Carefully, very Um, carefully. So using my gift, um, can I see uh, spiritual energy uh, associated with this, uh, similar to someone else who might be using a gift? 
you That's can. That's one of my merhorse powers. Yes. You hmm. can. What you can detect uh, is that great energies are being used, but what you uh, the most important thing that you detect because uh, because of the energies involved, you don't even have to roll for this. Mm-hmm. Is that you of the crew are not the only ones that this image is being uh, seen by. Someone else is witnessing everything that's uh, this entire interaction, but you don't know who. The Rock. The Rock is witnessing it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Can can I fling my wine pitcher at this thing's head because it stopped us like this and scared us and we didn't know why and it was really irritating? You can indeed. I'm going to do so because, boy, he pisses me off the way he just, like, slammed our ship into a complete halt. Didn't have to do it this way, so I fling my pitcher right between his eyes. The pitcher passes through, uh, passes through the apparition as if it weren't there, but it does uh, blink quickly at you, Ravena. Oops. And it says... <laughs> <laughs> nice shot. Yes. This is the Moya's Revenge, all right. (laughs) You are Ravena Mysterie? He checks his his paper again. (laughs) Lord, my name's written down. (laughs) Yeah, and who wants to know? (laughs) Ah, your mother says, happy birthday. Sorry, I've, I've had to double up some duties today. I'm way behind. Day's nearly over. I'm not even halfway through my route. Bloody Going overtime. around terrorizing innocent ships. So your family has connections, do they? Oh, I didn't yes. think so. I thought that, you know, Dad had been a healer and, and Mom's a vintner, so who knew? Better a healer than a heel, I always say. <laughs> Exactly. But he's dead now, so don't speak dad about, bad about my papa. Um, so. Would not think of it. Yes. Wow. Mom says happy birthday. Um, is, your, is her mother alive? You? Yeah, Mom's still alive. And she even gives okay, me good. wine when I go home. So. Mm-hmm. Mom's still alive. She lives in Corona. She's successful vintner there. And... Um, and I tend to leave my, the strays that I rescue, I tend to leave behind with her. So, but how does this being know my mother's, my mother's name or would send a birthday message or, that's weird. Oh, great, robed, oh, great berobed figure. <laughs> this humble one would like to know who you are heralding for. Or for whom you are heralding. I don't know how. <laughs> Whichever is the more grammatically correct is how <laughs> I actually say it. Very grammatical he, pilots. He regards you with great gravity and uh, seriousness. Much time has been spent. Much sacrifice has been made. Massive energies have been drawn from the workings of the Cerulean underdepths to bring me and my message to you. Heed it well, but I cannot tell you its source. Oh, sorry about the wine pitcher between the eyes then. Ah, jeez, sorry. (sighs) It affected me not. 
Adam, uh, can I detect at all origin for where this is coming from? Uh, no. No? Okay. No, that the, you, even even rolling for it, no. Okay, don't. Do can I have a feeling of of where Ilwuz is from here? That you can still detect, yes. Can can we ask the message bearer one There's more stuff. question? You can ask it. You can interact with it as much as you want. Um, message bearer, really, I am sorry about throwing the pitcher because it really, <laughs> you just you startled me when you slammed the ship, you know, to a stop like that. Uh, this person we're supposed to rescue, can you give a hint what he looks like? <laughs> what What we should look for here? A lot of people out there on boats. Hello? I cannot speak of who the passenger is, but Not you will know the vessel. Yeah, that okay, the passenger that's not travels helpful. on the by its unspeakably strange and powerful ward of protection. No other ship of the seven skies possesses such an odd miracle of the mystic arts. And that's all well and good, but on this ship could be hordes of people. So one, just a clue, a hair color, clothing preference, human, non-human, a hint. You may, may will this know when the time comes. Not helpful. May this Not humble uh-huh. one suggest that you provide a bit more information lest we have to put up with her pissed offness again. She's looking for picture. Hello. Uh-huh. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do me a favor. <laughs> My feet are giving me gifts. <laughs> Bloody overtime, they can keep it. <laughs> Don't know what it's like slaving away, slogging from ship to ship. I only speak what I am instructed to speak and can only offer bits and pieces. Bloody Mystery. Piece. You've noticed the robes, you heard the ah sound. <laughs> yeah, nice special effects, but, you know, kind of useless with the old hints department, that's all I'm saying. <sighs> Your ship is held in a mystic field for two mm-hmm. vital outcomes. Mm-hmm. The first is that I might deliver my prophecy to you. The second, he produces an hourglass from his robe. Ooh. Pretty sparkly. I cannot reveal just yet. And he's looking at the hourglass. <laughs> oh wait, now I can. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Go on. So, have you had your holidays yet? (laughs) He's just going to hang out and chit-chat now. (laughs) Ah, The last bits of sand pass through the hourglass. Now. For the days of our lives. Your lives, exactly. As he speaks the word now, he fades into nothingness rather quickly. And where his face was, a sky glider barrels out of the mist, the wind whistling <laughs> along its tattered wings as it smashes into the deck of the Moya's Revenge, tumbling into pieces and snapping a few bits of the minor rigging. The pieces of it tumble and roll to a stop, and the whiteness of the surrounding nothingness gives away, and the blue skies and normal winds return. Yeah, what sky are we in currently, O Game Master? 
You're in the jungle sky. Oh. <laughs> Doing our jungle dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely in the jungle sky. Cue the disco music. No. All right. Boys, get that rigging fixed up. Master of Arms, you're with me as I pull the, the like, flint lockout and click cock it, walking towards the crashed glider. I pull out my sword. I'm and heading that way, too. Dagger, short sword, thingy, whatever I've got on my belt. Whatever coordinated with the outfit today. Yes, and which one of us is the Master of Arms? I can't. My Master that would be of you. Guns. You're Eric. Let's see, um, I, I believe Eric's character is the first mate and the master of arms. You're the master oh. of, of, of oh, okay. guns. Gotcha. Uh, Andros is, is the the sailing master. And I, okay. of course, am the captain. Yes. No, I didn't have master of arms down here. Sorry. Okay, gotcha. Okay, okay yep. I'm following... Uh, and I'm standing by with my sword out. Carl, Carl, I'm Carlos. I'm sorry, Mark. I'm butchering your character's name, and I'm probably going to do that for a couple times. Because what? What is his? I'm sorry. Captains of Fury. That works fine. Yes. Captains of okay. Zafiri works fine. Then I'm following Captain Zafiri. Have I still got Andros? I'm still yes, I'm I'm just oh. listening. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I say there, you seem to have bashed up my ship. <laughs> there is no response from the glider whatsoever. Oh. Well, I think we should start I'm going to start searching it and looking for uh survivor. Or maybe even a non-survivor. <laughs> you find mm. a single boot with a foot in it. Oh, oh. that's disgusting. Oh, okay, that's, uh, is the foot attached to something? <laughs> no. <laughs> it oh. is actually oh. resting on one of the control pedals of the glider. That's the front seat. Uh, the back seat, uh, it's not actually enclosed. It's uh, an open-framed high-speed glider. Um... <clears throat> very little surrounding protection, almost none, in fact, but it makes it very lightweight and fast. Uh, the front seat has only that one boot with the foot in it, uh, and the back seat appears to be covered in blood. Oh, I'm not going near it. Oh, God. <laughs> Anything to indicate Boys? how this foot was removed? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go on. Oh, I was just asking if there's anything to indicate how this foot may have been removed. <laughs> it uh, it appears as if something. It appears as if something might have bitten off the rest of what was attached to the foot, rather than the foot itself. As a healer, they're not going to make me come and look at this and verify it, are they? <laughs> a a uh, healer who can't stand the sight of blood. Yeah, well, okay, I'm working on it. Oh. Yeah. Can you do something with this? Okay. <laughs> Are you joking? Oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> that is, oh, God, it looks like somebody bit it right off. Oh. Oh, that's gross. Oh, um, I'm going to the instruct the crew seat. to double oh. the, um, 
ripping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm going to double the crew, ask the crew to double the lookout. Has anyone and, seen uh, any sky sharks in our travels thus far? <laughs> oh, don't go blaming the sky sharks. Hard working creatures. <laughs> <laughs> Only doing what nature intended. That's so well and, and good, but I would much rather nature didn't do it to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, okay, I got, I'm with you there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> First priority, I think, is to make sure that whatever ate this poor fellow does not eat any of our crew. <laughs> I am inclined to agree. Yeah. If you, uh, is anyone going to search a little bit further into the glider, he says, as an inexperienced GM wanting you to find something. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, it's covered oh, yeah, in blood, stop and there. it's disgusting. Sure. The Karuk, uh, Karuk, looking underneath the rear seat, finds a leather satchel, a sealed packet. Ooh. Hmm. That's interesting. I pull it out and show it to everyone. Does it? Is it? It's sealed. You yes. said. It bears the emblem of a popular uh, and very reliable courier service, <laughs> the name of which escapes both you and me, <laughs> but you recognize it as such. SPS Sky <laughs> Parcel Service. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Is it magically protected? It is not. Where so is anybody it ad- can pop addressed that to? Uh, it appears that they were on their way. Uh, they were uh, on their way to. Actually, no, it isn't addressed. Only they know where they were going to take it. Hmm. hmm. That's unfortunate. If only they knew where they were going to take it, and they are, and they have been uh, banished to the eighth sky. Then, uh, well, who's to say what is going to happen to the cargo? Cat Martin going to crack it open? Let me see that. Thank you. <laughs> right, I, I handed over. Says, oh, nosy Ravenna. <laughs> 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 Trying to nudge everybody out the way to get a little closer to it. <laughs> okay, I... I pry the seal open and look into the packet. There are um, there are multiple papers inside, many different uh, letters, um, bundles of papers. Some look quite domestic, like handwritten, simple missives to uh, from one relative to another. Two of them catch your eye as uh, as being particularly official looking and quite urgent. Um, hmm. One one of the one of the two official-looking ones bears uh, the emblem of the Sultanate of Kalrona, and the other the uh, and the other the uh, spiders of Barathi. Oh. Spiders! I hate the old spiders. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like those two. The domestic one. Sorry. Those two out and hand the rest of, of the uh, of the packet to. Ravenna. <laughs> Who goes over and plunks herself down on some sails that are folded up and uh, starts reading the domestic letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With 
occasional outburst of, oh, that's so sweet. Oh. <laughs> Boring. Anything I think I'm going to have to pull us. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to have to pull a style dice out of somewhere and award one to Ravina because uh, between the, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, she's demonstrated aversion to blood, <laughs> nosiness, all the characteristics of her character in a very short amount of time. Uh, True to type. What can I say? <laughs> that just has to get another. That gets another style die. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, there is nothing on the official packets to indicate where specifically they were they were supposed to end up. Oh, what about on the individual uh, pieces of mail? On the individual pieces of mail, they uh, they indicate delivery addresses on um, on uh, f- uh, four of the major Sky Islands. So they apparently had quite a route to take before they were mm. done. Now these two. None of the none of the uh, pieces of the packet speak out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that would be most interesting magic if they did. It would. Fascinating stuff. How do they do it? <laughs> I think I shall start by opening the one with the alternate seal on it. And while he's doing that, downstairs perhaps. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you going to open them on the deck or in private? Sure, why or, not? <laughs> okay. Just checking. And Blind Geek, you said while he's doing that? While what? he's doing that, uh, I turn to um, Pard and say, mm-hmm. O oh, Seer of Visions, can you detect any kind of uh, hint of this poor fellow's... Uh, Identity based on some sort of detectable magic. I, I'm I am sorry. I know not how your gift I, yeah. works. I can try for a vision of the past to see if I see anything relevant. This is an excellent opportunity to make a roll to see. It um, is. Whether I have uh, even half a brain to figure out how, how this is going to be. Now, do you think that, uh, is this a situation where um, a target number is actually just revealed and we see if you can roll to make it? Because in order to, de- to determine who this guy is, just by virtue of the fact that he has a boot with a foot in it, right. would probably be quite a difficult, difficult thing. And... And I'm just saying I'm not, because I said I was going to, so please do not think I'm trying to hamper any abilities or anything. By strict interpretation of the rules, it would cost a style point to use the gift for this because if you're not using it to defend or attack, it, it apparently costs a style die to use one's ability. This is a good thing mm. to know and be, and, and be reminded of because I'd forgotten that right. too. Yeah, that's okay. I'm not so much interested in who he was as just seeing if anything relevant pops out. You know, um, perhaps I could learn what his fate was or some, learn something about his mission. So I think it's worth doing. Okay, I'm I'm looking for. Uh... Oh, where is it? They put it in such a bizarre 
place. What are you um, looking for? The difficulty chart that they put in among creating a character. Should be at the beginning of that. Yeah. Page 204. That works too. Yeah. Yeah, same chart. Just spelled out. I'm going to call this uh, I'm going to call this a, an expert just to just to make it like approachable so that you at least be able to find something out if you make the roll. So that uh, that has a target number of 11. And it would be a, yeah, this would be under uh, a challenge. So you get to apply whatever it is that's appropriate to add to 2d6. Okay. So, for the style dice, I could either just roll another die or just add a plus one. Yeah, and I think you're not even, you're actually not even limited to, to a single style die if you wanted to use two or all three. That's mm -hmm. also an option, but uh, yeah, if you just use one, you can add a die and take uh, the two highest numbers from your roll. Ah, right. And uh, I think the same thing goes for techniques if they're applicable. Right, they'd act like freestyle dice. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, and, and you and you you have a plus two to your roll any, anyway because of the of the merhorse gift. So exactly. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, roll the three die and uh, pick, take the best two. Oh, excellent. So I rolled a six, six, and a five. Damn. <laughs> so that's a total of 14. Yeah. Wow, I should have made the difficulty much higher. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for yeah, for an expert target number, you made a master roll. Um, uh, this is a situation where you're supposed to be able to describe how you succeed. And I can add to that information once you're done. Who do you think this guy was? Ah, I see. <sighs> or I can just go ahead and do it. In a weird situation like this, I don't know what works best. Yeah, in, in, in this case, I think we're looking for plot hooks. So yeah. um, uh, you, I, I think you should give us what you think is rele relevant that we should know. You uh, you divine through your gift of the merhorse, a frightening vision of terror. Mm -hmm. You nearly break out in a sweat as you practically relive the last few moments of this poor fellow's life. He was, in fact, killed by uh, the the gaping jaws of a sky shark very quickly mm -hmm. and unexpectedly. But he was in grave terror before even knowing it was there, because he was being chased. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, he was a courier for, uh, he was uh, employed by the courier service for simply getting these dispatches and regular post messages to the various islands, along with his partner who was killed similarly. He was being chased and his name was Philip. And that is as much as you can divine. But there was a great sense of urgency not to get his route done, but to get away from what was chasing him. Hmm. Not a Do bad I have an idea of... about... Huh? Say again. 
I was just wondering if we had an idea about what direction he was heading. I guess he was flying evasively then, rather than on... Yeah, his, uh, he, he was uh, more interested in getting away than uh, uh, heading towards his next destination. If he was... I'm assuming you relay this to us. Sure, yes. Or, or do you want him to actually do that? <laughs> No, he doesn't. Okay. He doesn't have to repeat what the computer says. <laughs> uh, I, I, since he was being chased, it behooves us to keep a keep a watchful eye, because what was chasing him can't be too cannot be too far behind. Mm-hmm. It behooves us to get the cannons ready. <laughs> okay, well, I've already doubled the watch in case of Sky Sharks. And it was a wise thing, too, because you hear from above a uh, Bondin shout, On deck there! <laughs> Strange sail, three points to leeward! Huh. Uh, let's see, is, is there a tarp handy? Where did I, I would, put my telescope? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take a tarp and throw it over the glider. That is a minor detail that does not require a style dice, and yes, indeed, there is. And <laughs> yes, that's quick thinking. What a wise move. Yeah. And Re- Ravenna barely looks up because she's still busy reading all of these other people's letters. So she's kind of reviling the lack of letter writing skill that so many folk have. A lot of it's quite boring, but she's not going to quit till she's through the packet. Unfounded. Wow. Otherwise, she's not paying attention. Yeah, and I'm gonna gonna so be- gonna see if if I can catch sight of the the incoming ship with uh, a, a a telescope. As you peer through your telescope, you see that it is a fast-moving schooner, slightly smaller than uh, than the Moya's Revenge, and it is closing quite rapidly. It doesn't appear to be. Uh, it doesn't appear to have any firepower on it. It doesn't appear to have any cannon, from uh, from what you can tell. So Ravenna is going to look up, see that it's moving quickly, and say, "Ah, oh, damn, Captain. Uh, do you want me to ready the guns?" Yes, please. Right, ready, ho. Off, off I go. And I'm going to take care of the cannon, and bring up powder and shot. Which is already set to go, because I'm so efficient. Ooh, <laughs> excellent. Down to the hole, back up I come. So. And I'm going to How go and assist the steersman. Hmm, good question. I'm sorry, How, say again? How many guns do I have on this boat? Uh, I believe you have four port, four starboard, and uh, one... Uh, chaser? Uh, one bow chaser and one stern chaser, both nine, both nine pounders. Excellent. And cool. do we know how big the cannon are? The how big the main guns are? Uh, main guns on either side are, oh god, I think fourteen pounders. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we're gonna have balls stored on the deck, and I'm just gonna bring up some shot. Do I have a powder monkey? I don't. Do I? Ah, I'm gonna have to get Killick to help run powder. A powder monkey? Yeah, poor poor boys that were sent to carry the cartridges to and from from the hold. I 
I have to use that in an adventure in some point. <laughs> <laughs> so Killick is going to have to be dragged down from the tops where he's been watching and, and help me with this. Which I'm standing right behind you with the first batch, ain't I? <laughs> we'll put him down and go get more, you lazy sod. So. Actually, that's, that's that's actually not up to me. That's uh, that that's uh, that that was me just jumping in. It's actually yes. well, well it's actually done. Captain Zafiri's decision as to whether you uh, Captain Zafiri, Captain Zafiri has um, four. That's uh, now correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, uh, has four orders that he can give two mm-hmm. because of the uh, plus two of the ship and normally it's two for a sky sailor or something like that but I think in this case it's pirate mm-hmm. so he's got uh, uh, two for the ship two for pirate meaning four tasks or challenges that he can give as orders to any one of the crew or all or whatever um. that fit so if it's uh, okay so the readying the the uh, guns is, yeah, that is the order there. Uh, Master of Arms, get a boarding party such as we can manage to, together. I can get Sailing the Master. Hmm. That works. Sailing Master. I got them. Put. Yes. I want to cross their bow as soon as possible. Okay. Um, Game Master, can I ask you a very quick question? Mm-hmm. Uh, are, I, I know that this is niggly, but are these magic cannon that one person can work as opposed to the team that you would actually really need? Basically. How realistic so. are these guns? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assume that they can either be worked with slow match or lanyard. Uh, as but, far as how many can be fired at once with just one... Well, Master well, of the guns. I don't know. Well, well, I guess because as as you know, as uh, devotees of the the Patrick O'Brien books, uh, a gun that size, one person couldn't do it because you can't run them in and out. They just they would you just couldn't do it. You'd actually need a team of what minimum of four, possibly six. Yeah, for uh, the purposes of this game, I would say can they that be magic guns that one person can work? <laughs> or, well, that, that's a question that is an interesting one, one because. We don't know. Do are those the only other crew, or are they just the crew that are that have been given the most personality and whatnot? I mean, do we? Because if we have other people that are just cannon, fo- well, no pun intended. Yeah, I may, I may, may have been totally misinterpreting what they had to to say about crew and um, Killick and Bonden would be extra officers, and it's assumed that you have a working crew for the ship. That I'm not positive kind of about that. I'm really not. It makes more sense to me. I mean, that we have sailors to sail the ship and, and work the sails and help fight the guns. Yeah, and there's a crossover between that and in terms of practicality uh, between number of people on board and the actual uh, speciality of the rigging and the machinery of the ship that allows it to be changed for sky flying and sea flying, etc. So I'm fuzzy on that. I'll admit I'm uh, I'm. I'm not quite entirely sure. I'm perfectly fine with having um, the uh, the essentially the generic nameless masses of uh, whoever it is that's necessary to get something done done, <laughs> and, and having the red shirts. <laughs> the red shirts, essentially, yeah. So I could have gun crews A, B, C, and D, or yeah, and whatever you, you, names that we have for the fa- fabulous guns that will be named later. 
or so they're real guns with will have a real crew as opposed to their magic guns that one person leaps around and tends by themselves. I have no problem with that. Does anybody else have an objection with that? With the main character, uh, you as the PCs being the officers, with two additional officers and having a regular crew. Because I works for me. that seems yeah. reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go with that. That's an excellent question, and Thank I'm you. glad Plus I'm glad we covered fun. that. It's more fun when you get into dangerous situations because then we get to see all these horrible things happen to the nondescript. Oh, God, yeah. there's going to be blood on the decks. Oh, man. <laughs> What's the point of shouting curses if you've got nobody to shout them at? <laughs> right. Blood gets on suede and it never comes out. That's all I'm saying. So. Okay, so we've got ready guns. Okay, we've great. got cross their bow. We've got uh, prepare a boarding party. Mm-hmm. So then we do have boarding party members. We, we can actually raise a boarding party. I would say sure. Okay, I, I'll go ahead and see to, to that. And can I just... Also, while I'm going to see to that, at some point, um, I'm going to get uh, Rakari ready with his saddle and whatnot. And my I'm going to don my wing cloak. Because I'm assuming that Ruck Riders must have those on in case they fall off of their mount. <laughs> They're so hosed, oh dear. Yeah. And they mentioned that one of the one of the uh benefits of being a ruck rider is you get trained in usage of wing cloaks. Huh. Cool. So. Oh and I'm sorry, one last question. Do we also have to be keeping an eye peeled for this sky shark that took out the guys in the glider? Are they going to sneak up on us while we're busy with this ship? And how do you fend off a sky shark anyway? Things will happen. Oh, jeez. Maybe something good. (laughs) Maybe something bad. We're going to have a rain of shark bits all over the deck, too, aren't we? You're going to make me shut up to shark. First of all, consider the GM. I can barely chew gum and... (laughs) Think of stuff to do at the same time. So, it's like I, I've, I've got my doubts about what, how to do the ship encounter. So don't worry about the sharks at the moment. Stop nagging me about sky sharks. So, I, I, let's see. At this point, I wouldn't worry about it because I just can't handle it. Ready right. guns, Ravina, cross their bow was an order directed to. I'm sorry, who? To was an- to Andros. Order to Andros. Okay, to Pard, and the prepare boarding party was directed to um, Koruk. Right. You have one and additional order. My order to myself is to uh, is to grab whatever we would use to announce ourselves to the other ship. And uh, this is Captain Zafiri, Carlos, in the wild. You will heave to and prepare to be boarded. You hear uh, a low chuckle. Hmm. Low and ominous chuckle from a single individual who doesn't seem to be making use of a megaphone of any kind. It just seems to resonate from the entire ship as if magically amplified. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) Uh, Someone tell me that was our mast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, I I forgot completely about the mast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Terrible of me. The mast should have been screaming as soon as the... uh, uh, apparition showed up at the beginning. Someone could have been yeah. yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum at the top of our, uh, our festivities, our birthday festivities. So. Yeah, we just didn't hear him. This is the, this is the sound. 
This is the sound coming from the mast. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay. yes, the captain's order to himself was to signal the other ship. Um, uh, uh, yeah, to make known the signal to the other ship. I was supposed to let you all roll for that stuff, I think. I think and that's how if it they goes. succeed, if they succeed, then I gain vehicle dice that I can distribute when it's time for action. Exactly. Okay. Now then, let's see. Let's let's so start with uh, let's sure. Let's start with Karuk. He's got okay. to prepare a boarding party. Um, These would be challenges, and for preparing boarding party, I would uh, I would very simply put that at a nine. Okay, and um, I, I'm assuming Sky Sailor is what I would use, but do I get to add the Ruck Rider because I'm also, in addition to the other stuff, readying my Ruck and such? As part of your task, I would say yes, so you'd have plus four to add to your roll. Okay, and just to make sure we get Style Dice back in the bowl, I'm going to go ahead and use a Style Dice... Um, wow. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to be moving extra fast to get this stuff done with, no, I'm not. Uh, I will use the style dice, though, because I already said it. Um, okay, three dice taking the best. Two, we have ten plus four for my Ruck Rider. That would be fourteen. <laughs> okay, Rock it's up. quite obvious I'm setting the target numbers way too low. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, uh, yeah, uh, tell. You just got uh, <laughs> master results for um, a good... A challenge level good, which was nine. So go ahead and describe not only how... Go ahead and describe how well you did. Okay. Um, rather than try to run to various parts of the ship to to uh, to get things done, the first thing I Kurok does is get his uh, don his wing cloak, and therefore he will. Glide, fly, float, whatever it is, wing cloaks do from part of the to, to where the, the crew is. Um, you, you, and you, and you. We are boarding. We we're, <laughs> I don't know what the hell the lingo is. I haven't read Patrick O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> you need boarding axes and cutlasses and and hooks and grapples for securing the other ship. <laughs> okay, I give those orders. Thank you. Because I'm not up on my... Um, no worries. <laughs> Hell, I forgot I, that, too. And he prepares the I've been listening boarding, to them recently. <laughs> <laughs> he prepares the boarding party. And, uh, yeah. Okay. And gets... And uh, as they are coming up to him and letting him know the readiness of things, he's saddling up Bakari and getting... Uh, him ready to launch, take off, do Excellent. his thing. 
Excellent. And because you rolled a 14 on a 9 challenge, uh, the boarding party and crew that are going to join you in the event that they're able to make the attempt are inspired by um, by the impressiveness of uh, your speed and dexterity, skill, and leadership decisiveness. Also, Captain Zafiri, take two vehicle dice because of, the, uh, because of the high roll. Okay, next is uh, navigate to cross their bow as quickly as possible, and that is parred. Mm-hmm. I'm so setting I that target. To... I'm going to set that at... Yeah. Uh, you're just doing a navigation mm-hmm. in front of them. I'm going to set that at 9 as well, because you've done this uh, many times before. All right. So we're doing this without style dice, just two die, right? Uh, and if you, yeah. Do I do, okay, um, do I get a bonus for Gift of the Merhorse? Because I was just reading about how that's actually useful for ship navigation. You can take bonus of uh, plus two for the Merhorse mer and uh, obviously plus two for your Sky Sailor. So add four to your roll. <laughs> okay, so that's a total of 15. <laughs> See how much I'm learning? You see how much I'm learning here? <laughs> this is excellent. That, that, this is excellent. That was a good roll. You're not necessarily off. That was just a good roll. Okay, cool. What what actually did you roll, anyway? I rolled a five and a six. Damn. Okay, good. I know. Uh, Why do I yes. think the next game the, the scores are going to be roll a 30? <laughs> Target number die. on this one is 37. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That and, sounds fair. <laughs> and Pard gets to describe what the events that took place uh, with his massively good success. Okay. Um, I, I, I assume he, uh, the captain wanted us to do that so he had the, our broadsides against the uh, front of the other ship, right? Yes. Right. So uh, I managed to turn the ship that optimal gunning distance and um, give us uh, our, our full broadside facing um, right down the what is it, beam of his ship. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, and once again, because of the exceptional role, and uh, as part of my learning experience, take two more vehicle dice. Rock on. And out of fairness... I am not going to set the target number of readying the guns to 17 or anything like that. <laughs> uh, uh, Ravena. Yes, Sam. You have... Um, wow, what are the... Uh, what can be applied to this for bonuses? Probably not a whole lot, right? I'm looking under... I'm looking... Well, you were a mercenary. You were a Viridian mercenary. Yeah. And... Uh, as a Viridian mercenary, you would know full well how to handle these cannons, not just because you, you're familiar with them being on board, but because you're, you're, uh, you have a military background. I so that know. is going to be a plus two. Okay. And I'm looking over... I think that'll do. Well, let's just see what happens, because the target number is still nine. What you do is take two of your six-sided die. Yes. And just roll them, and let's see what you get. I got a five and a three. So I got eight. Did I make it? Just you got barely? eight, adding the plus two that comes from your swashbuckling fort, which is Viridian Freehold Mercenary. Yes. 
uh, that gives you a 10, which is one higher than you needed to get the okay. guns ready. Everybody else is like double theirs. So I got one. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, but I made it. I made it. It's you okay. did indeed. Yeah. And because of that, Captain Zafiri gets yet another vehicle die. Yippee! And my gun crews are ready. Our guns are loaded, pointed, ready for raking, rolling fire, and we're going to try and cut their rigging and slow their butts down. Listen to her. Oh, yeah. that was going the hull. <laughs> or whatever powers these sky ships. <laughs> yeah, uh, faster with the slow match, you zorg. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to go, darling. <laughs> okay. We're set. The guns are ready. Captain, whenever you want. Just give us the void. So now, we're fine. Uh, there was one other order that I did. You want a warning no shot? <laughs> you Just want me one. to bank it off that cloud over there? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your uh, captain's orders to himself were to signal the other ship. Uh, yeah, that's. See, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Doesn't see if I could get any kind of reaction from them, like a a surrender without fighting. But I guess that's not going to happen. Or well, uh, not see. having actually given you the opportunity to roll for that, I think I better back uh, back myself up here and uh, go ahead and let you do that. All right. So, I'm going to call that, uh, actually, that's, that's uh, not a complex task. It's pretty straightforward. That gets a seven as a target number. Okay. And I'll add pirate to that, I guess, or? I would think so, sure. Okay. You're not going to... I'm not going to believe <laughs> I rolled a 12. Hurrah. <laughs> okay. Barely squeak. So that's 14. <laughs> okay, the schooner actually uh, slows. You don't hear the ominous uh, chuckle. Because uh, there's some intimidation going on here with that higher roll, which, by the way, um, th this is what the hell I'm I'm gonna learn as I go here, and I don't particularly care that you get two more vehicle dice. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing wrong with you guys absolutely cleaning clock on the first uh, encounter here. Two, three, four, five, six, seven vehicle die. Holy crap. Just lulling us into a false sense of security. Yeah. La, 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 la. He's going to set it at seven. What do you mean, 72? So. <laughs> uh, yes, the schooner, the schooner does slow. It doesn't come to a complete stop, but it does uh, slow. And uh, you begin to see what you actually hear is an order being given because it doesn't appear to want to get any closer and is uh, just about almost in range of the guns, depending on the... If, if the Moyer's Revenge moves just a touch closer, it'll be in range of the guns, but right now it stopped itself outside your range. You hear an order being given. Take the ship. You know the price of failure. And you see six wingmen depart from the schooner and head toward... The Moya's Revenge. Right. Ah, cannon don't work on wingmen. Okay. 
I'm giving two two vehicle dice to the uh, master of arms, two to the master of of guns, two to the sailing master, and I'm keeping one back for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, I haven't read this part, so what do we do with these vehicle dice? Are they like style uh, dice? They they're basically dice that. You for, for for basically ship actions. Basically, you'll use the, these dice to defend uh, against the incoming borders, for example. Okay. Okay. But I use them the same way I would use style dice. Yeah, well, the, 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 the same way you would use any other standard dice. It's just when we're when you're talking about vehicular duels, you know how in a like standard duel you you'll have three dice and you'll divide them between attack and defense. Right. Mm-hmm. Same basic theory. Okay. Okay. And I have uh, a few other options with the uh with the remaining dice, so Yeah. Alright, so the uh the uh, master of gun wait a minute. Sailing master has two. Master uh the master of guns has two that's right. Let me see. Um, actually, if they're right outside of the gunners' range, we'll make the uh, the. I'll, I'll only give the uh, guns one because the attack and defense still has to be a total of uh, three. So, so will be the the master of of guns is going to be the one die, master of arms, which is going to be de- defending against these incoming. Um, these incoming wingmen, they're going to get two dice. Unless you want to want me to try and blow them out of the sky before they get close enough while they're still kind of low. Hmm. Because the guns can only point so high if they're in a in a traditional porthole, but they can they yeah. do arc, and you can hit stuff. But if they come overhead of the ship, the cannon aren't going to do any good. We'll have to use more traditional weapons. But while they're coming towards us, there's a possibility that we could knock some of them out anyway. Particularly if you... Oops. And I'm going to throw in a style <laughs> die if I'm allowed. Am I allowed to throw in a... To yes. try and make my yeah. aim more successful? Yeah, I'd do that. Yes. All right. What's, uh... So we'll, we'll, we'll make it one for the Master of Arms then, two for Master of, of Guns if we can knock them out on the way in. Good, uh, good, good plan. Sailing Master still has two. And I'll keep two back for other stuff if we need it. I'm going to assume that you have a grape shot loaded. Oh, yeah. Grape and, and maybe even a little chain. <laughs> Mast. <laughs> for, well, because chain would have been cutting the rigging, and so the yeah. chain will help, you know, screw up their flying capabilities as well. And take oh, their head off. Oh, those poor yeah, masts. It's quick Mast people, they're about the same. <laughs> I want the, the fight to be over says. as done mm. as, to be over as quickly as possible. So we go for lethal. <laughs> okay. But we we were trying to cut up the rigging. So so yeah, I've got grape shot and chain. Okay. As just opposed so, just, to cannonball. Just so I have this straight, Master of Arms has one one vehicle die. Master of Guns has two. Sailing Master has two, and you have two on hold. Five, six, seven. Yeah. 
Is that uh, is that uh, satisfactory or accurate? Yep. Okay. Uh, shame on me. I've forgotten what comes next. I think it's the schooners. Is it the schooners move or uh, do, we well, declare, do, do we declare? Do we declare? Schooner just sent uh, men out, right? We, yeah. We, well, I don't so know I'm how it is with vehicular the... duels. With regular duels, it's whoever has the most style points. Yeah, goes. that's who has the initiative. In this case, I'm, I'm going to say that the Moya's Revenge has the initiative. So I'm waiting for the captain's order to fire. Fire. Number one. <laughs> I will, commander. <laughs> yeah. Point and right. aim him as you see him. And this is a situation where I've got uh, I've got to consider your enemy before even considering a target number. You've got six wingmen coming toward the Moya's Revenge. They have to clump into groups of three, I think. Is that isn't that correct? Or three groups of two, three um, pairs of two. Either that, or they can do as many as four in one squad. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Uh, I'm going to say that these uh, six wingmen have split into, uh, as far as the targets targets are concerned, a squad of four, and yeah, they're minions. <laughs> this isn't going to take long. <laughs> uh, Are they wearing uh, red shirts? Mm. <laughs> if not, very soon. Yes. Um, yeah, one one uh, squad of four and one pair of two. All so right. when you fire your guns, uh, you, I think you need to select which ones, which group you're going for. Um, because we're all heading off of the ship toward these guys and don't really want to get caught in the... Have you taken off yet? I wouldn't take it off yet till we fire. Yeah, unless you're not. <laughs> I mean, you prepared the boarding party, but oh, okay. It's up to you as a. You... No, wait. I didn't. I thought we were already. Okay. Well, if they they kind of stopped just out of our range, right? The 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 oncoming vessel. The schooner itself did. Yes. It stopped the, right out uh, of our wing right out of our gun range. With... So they're actually they're still a little little piece away from us. Yeah. yeah. And For then the, the wingmen are holds... coming towards us. Okay. Yeah. For the moment, hold for whatever wingmen get through the the uh, guns, and then we'll coming in. Um, mm -hmm. And so, and I have the command to fire. You do. Great. Uh, I'm, can I divvy up my guns three to shoot for the clump of four and the say the farthest aft, if that matters, to go for the clump of two? I think I'm going to have to ask you to select either the pair of two or uh, the. We're going to go four. for four. We're going to try and take out as many as we can. Okay, in this situation, what you end up with is uh, we're going to... I don't know if I can even call this a duel. It's more like a challenge. <laughs> These things are so... I, I really but don't it's think a work-a-day challenge, so it's seven, right? The bar is seven? <laughs> and I get to roll four die? I can't, I can't even call this a duel. They're just, they're just so... They are so dead. Uh, let's just make it interesting and, and make some use of... Uh, and make some use of all these vehicle tie. <laughs> Let's call it in order to in order to knock four wingmen out of the sky as they approach with just cannon and grape shot. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and chain. And chain. <laughs> Let's call it a thirteen. Oh man. Do I get to use three die? Two vehicle in one style? Um or do I get four? Do I get four? Can I use two style? You can use what you what you end up with is uh, two six-sided die. Yes. 
and then uh, you can use both your vehicle dice to replace lower numbers. In other words, roll oh, four die okay. and take the two highest numbers. I see what you're saying. So, okay, roll four. Here I go. Ooh, two fives, a four, and a two. So I only got ten as my highest score if I only get to pick two. So I didn't make it, did I? That sucks. However, you uh, add to that, you do add to that roll uh, uh, Verity's Ver, uh, mercenary. I get two that for that, right? So I still missed by one. If if that's how that works. Rats. Which is convenient because if I'm not mistaken, you can. If you have another style point, you could add that for plus one. Sure, I'll toss it in. I got a total of four. I'm happy to, and I just used up... Did I use one yet? I used two die and two vehicle die. I'm looking for your... Wow, you got... You still got four style die. Yeah, I haven't used any up, so I'd love to throw in a style die if that's... And I just throw in one so I make it. And there you go. Bye, four little wingmen. Bye. Ooh, blood and guts all <laughs> over the water. Well, let me... Let me... Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me... Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Was I anticipating? <laughs> no, I have to roll their, uh, I have to roll their defense, oh. such as it is. What so number for got, the big uh, sky shark that comes through to clean 11. them up? I haven't, I haven't quite figured that one out yet. <laughs> okay, interestingly enough, they rolled a... Uh, Two. They rolled a nine. Ow. They rolled a nine, and they get plus two for uh, for um, wingman. So they, they it ends up being a tie, in which case you win because the piece the player character always wins in ties against the non-player character. <laughs> bye, wingman. Bye. Uh, here's well, this is where the mechanics get sticky. Oh. Actually. Yeah, what happened? I feel here? like I, mean, I feel I feel like the the annoying college kid. I, I I hope I'm not coming across that. I just let figured. me let me make this a specific request to Blind Geek. Please be the annoying college kid <laughs> because um, I'm I'm falling down on this. And when when you tie the uh, there is one it, because let's try this again. Come on, Eric, you can construct a friggin' sentence. When you tie, players characters win, and you get. Cause one rank of damage, which means in this case she got one of the four. Oh, but we we didn't tie. They got nine and then two. That's eleven. I had yeah. thirteen. Got, oh, you got thirteen. I had thirteen. Oh. My score well, was you, set at thirteen. I actually got twelve. I threw in a style die, so I got thirteen. Then you took two of them down. All right. Well, depending on yeah, because they rolled an eleven and you rolled a thirteen, so that would be two damage ranks and that, that in minion squad. Because I had two points higher than what they rolled, so you get those two. See, in the very short amount of time it you took, took between, in the, in the short amount of time it took between your rolling the number and me rolling their defense, I had already forgotten what the target number I had set was. There you I go. I wrote it, it down. So I, I good. Yeah. Good. You don't. Know, really, if you're rolling a defense, you, then that's the, that's her target number. It, it's kind of yeah. like. Do they have to make thirteen to be safe? Oh, they have to yes. make 13 to tie and only lose one of their numbers. Well, then they didn't. They only made 11. 
That's right. right. So and they lost as, two. as Eric said, they uh, you okay. just shot two of them out of the sky. All right. And I've got more two. style die. Can I go again? <laughs> no, actually, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, somebody else's. Oh, all right. Uh, turn else to. Have a <laughs> but you do get to describe how heroically you took down the t or how you took down the two if you want. What he said. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't it. pretty it. because okay. two of them flew right into some of the chain, and oh, oh no, it was, it was effective, and that's what counts here. So now we're going to reload the guns. Good job, gun teams. Move it, move it, move it. Swab, tamp, let's go. So, okay, somebody else's turn. <laughs> Yeah, no, excellent. Thank you. I I, uh, I almost blew right past that. The fact that you're supposed to be able to describe that. Uh, yeah, where are we next? So now we we're have... down to four wingmen. Two groups we... of four. I'm looking I'm two, for two uh... groups of two. I'm so sorry. We'd had six. Two are gone. Two groups of two. There'd been a clump of two, and a clump of four. We got rid of two of them. So two okay. and two. Now, did, you, did you use both vehicle? Yes, you used both vehicle die, right? I used both vehicle die for okay. me. So we have, uh, uh, and it's captain, captain's discretion here, I believe, the master of arms, the sailing master, or uh, yourself holding two vehicle dice. Okay, well, first of all, I want the master of arms to hold back for the, in, the uh, incoming, uh, to, to the importers, but if I can, I want to burn one of my vehicle dice to use the sniper fire from the tops option. Now, normally what this does is it allows a crew member with a firearms fort, i.e. myself, to burn that to make an attack at a member of the crew of the enemy ship or with the expenditure of one of their, of their style die directly affect the enemy ship. What I want to do is use this on, to attack one of the incoming uh, Excellent. wingmen. Excellent. Okay, cool. so that's, that's one vehicle die burned for that. I've got plus two on my firearms. Twelve total. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. And that's why he's a captain. <laughs> so I never did set a target number on that, though, did I? Uh, basically, one of them would, would get a, de a defense roll, and I figured this being a single shot, I could only take out one of them, possibly, but mm. I could probably take out one of them, so... And you were shooting at the you were shooting at the pair that were flying in, right? Not the uh, not the two that were remaining after their uh, <laughs> their fellows got blown out of the sky by grape shot. Or does it matter? Basically, it it, it doesn't really matter. It's no, going to be one. They're both pairs, yeah. One big. It's going to be one one big mess once they get over here. So. Mm. Okay. The uh, they unfortunately rolled an eight. <laughs> so, uh, wow. Yeah, one of them one of them essentially uh, falls out of the sky and just plummets down toward yeah. the blue. Yeah. Eventually, he'll I can make it. Yeah, I can see him flipping a. Around several times after I get him in the like in the, the like forehead, he hits the side of the ship and tumbles. Mm. Gruesome. 
<laughs> oh, God. And look, there's a streak on the ship. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you hear, you hear bond, bonding up above. Find the paintwork! <laughs> you saw <laughs> All right. Okay, excellent. The uh, three very unfortunate soon-to-die wingmen are approaching the ship, and we have uh, we have um, yeah, Master at Arms standing by for any that managed to make it aboard and yeah. sailing. I, I may just be I may just be watching the fun at this point because uh... yeah, get out the popcorn, man. What the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any orders for the sailing master? Or does uh, the sailing master see. decide what? Uh, uh, sailing master, what do you to. think? The other ship didn't stop, right? They just slowed down. Correct. And we're still out of range of the big guns. Only just. Okay. Um, I'd advise trying to swoop around for uh, raking fire and uh, aft. Do it. Okay. So, going to try to maintain uh, range outside their guns, and then swoop in behind it. Yeah, so we're still this, going it. If you make this, they are so toast. <laughs> um, <laughs> master. Yeah, the stern's the most unprotected side. All right. Okay. So you're ha you're having to go from. You, you essentially you want to rake them astern, which means you're going to mm -hmm. have to run a ring around them in uh, very short order while remaining. Well, see that now you don't have to well, worry so too. Hmm? You don't have to worry too terribly much about their 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 range because they're not they're not they don't appear to be carrying any cannon. Hmm. So uh, appearances can be deceiving. That brings exactly. the yeah, <laughs> that brings the uh, <laughs> target number down to thirteen. Okay, and they've slowed, and we're still moving at full speed. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'm going to use one ship dice for an extra die, and one ship die for a plus one. Okay. Oh, gosh, that's very bad. <laughs> uh, I get to add... Also... I'm sorry, say So again? that's only a total... Oh, I get, to, I get to use the extra plus two for more horse for this also, and I still pull it out, because my maximum for my dice is a five, and my Sky Sailor and Murhorse give me a plus four. So that's a nine. And you said and my target was what? Uh, the target is 13, and you do yeah. have three style dice. You do have three I style have dice left. left. Oh, do you? What did you spend one on? I missed it. I, I, I used one on the uh, divination on the um, uh, glider. Oh, thank you. Sorry about that. Okay, yeah, you do have... Okay, you've got two style dice, which uh, I think in this case you can either add just a plus one or... I wonder if post-facto you could just go ahead and re-roll. Um... It does say you can pull in techniques or style dice after the fact if you. Yeah, I um, remember reading that want. too. I think that's the case. If you choose. That's one to. thing I'm a little unclear on. Sometimes it seems like the techniques add a die, 
and other times it seems like the techniques let you re-roll. Re and I'm really confused as to which one uh, it actually is. Uh, and, and in this game, in this <laughs> game you can post-facto re-roll. Until okay, right. uh, until I find a paragraph, and I probably will. Maybe next game it'll be different. Tonight, mm -hmm. you can, <laughs> if you choose to, re-roll to get a higher than five on that. Yeah. Okay. The um, um, is that one style point to re-roll two die? Uh, one style die. Uh, it's a one to one ratio. One style die means you can oh. roll another six sider. Well, I'll need a lot of style for this, so I'll use both. Oh, I didn't do that. What? Much better. That's a 9 on the dice. So that makes it 13. Which is the target number. You have placed the ship... You placed the four. ship in position... I'm sorry, you describe. Four, that's four, four, 14, <laughs> because uh, I forgot that I used one for a plus one. Okay. Um, all right, then. Um... Yeah, the ship gracefully swings around the other ship and then um, glides behind it at optimal uh, cannon distance. Oh, I, I have a question about the skyships also. Mm -hmm. um, how three-dimensional is the maneuvering in this? Um, I would say you have an equal amount of freedom... Uh, um uh, above and below the ship, you can go subport. You can go. What's the opposite of subport? Sub starboard. <laughs> anti keel. <laughs> keel and anti keel. Actually, you can't go below, can you? Wouldn't that take? Don't we have sails? Wouldn't that take the wind out of your sails? If you went below the ship, wouldn't that ship block whatever? Or is it not wind that drives it these things? Uh, it is wind, and well, yeah, no, you can... there is wind. There's... Okay, I was just thinking that um, that would uh, mean the, the guns probably do have a wider range than normal terrestrial uh, cannon do. I mean, as far as, um, um, you know, moving up and down, because they'd have to be able to cover a wider area that way. Hmm. Or we can hmm. just tilt the ship. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, group standing on deck would probably really appreciate it if the cannons could move up and down. <laughs> well, they can't move down because everything falls out, so they can only. I'm just. Up. <laughs> oh well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. I'm just saying. the shot again. <laughs> the ship is gonna tilt, uh, you know, in in foul weather, uh, whether you're in the sky or whether you're uh, sailing on a, one of the island seas. So, there is a certain I degree just, of. Yeah. yeah. Latitude. I had I had an interesting image of a of a maneuver where you'd actually tilt your ship while flying under another ship to shoot their uh underside. Well uh. mm. their powder magazine. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'm sure there's some extra armoring there, but you know. Well um, I, I only I want to we point were, out real quick, I'm real uh, sorry, yeah. just real quick that, that you need to set the goal then is is it to destroy the ship and blow it out of the sky or is it to keep it and plunder? Because just like with the ships on the Wonder. water, if you sunk it, you couldn't raid it. So you tried to cut the rigging and knock out the, the masts so that it would just sit there and founder, and then you could board and, and take it from there, and then you'd repair and sail it back. Um, you know who these people but are. But if you really so just wanted it gone, then you blew, the, blew it up, or you put so many holes in it that it sunk hmm. right. yeah, in this the is hull. Academic. Yeah, you'd, you'd go in the hull under the waterline. It would, it would 
even no matter how many holes you put in it, until you knocked away enough of the blue wood so it wasn't buoyant anymore. I'm sorry, I missed that part. I'm sorry. Oh, I said the, it's the blue wood construction that keeps it buoyant, so you'd have to, like, blow off large chunks of it to keep it from being buoyant. So you would probably try and aim for what you would perceive to be the powder yeah. room or something like that. Well, in, 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 in the, that's just uh, kind of academic for future reference. In this case, I assume I'm trying to shoot through the gun. Um, well, I, I guess it's up to you whether you're shooting through the gun decks or through the deck on, onto the deck. But if, if you were, your goal is still to rake the deck, I'd probably try to come up above it a little bit and tilt slightly that way so that you had a better uh, angle of fire. They'd have to shoot up while you could see down. Yeah. But yeah, we don't want to do that so much that the um, you know cannonballs fall out of the muzzle. <laughs> Which would be funny. That would be funny in a <laughs> sort of way. It would be funny. Oh wow! Well, I just realized we're we forgot a big well for future. Oh, we forgot a huge part of this. They they are supposed to be able to uh, attack uh, and. But then we're defending against what they do at the same time, I think. Or well, that's, I, what is that, that's what the like borders are are like doing. So we need to. So is that, that is that the next? Okay, I'm I'm a little bit. This is uh, the, essentially at this at this point what this is what this turned into is is uh, not so much a duel between ships as uh, small challenges because of the wingmen that they sent. Okay. So we're not doing the whole attack, defense, uh, defense, attack, split thing? No, well, that's basically... I mean, the whole overall dealing with the ship stuff is that's essentially what we're we are doing. Because this would, would be the... their uh, attack action coming in at us now. With the like, borders. And we still haven't resolved that. Okay. So. Yeah, they're having to catch up to us essentially because we're swinging around. Yeah. Or essentially, basically, what would happen is is that this would be happening as we were sweeping uh, around, probably. So this would be part of the okay. overall. At least that's how I would 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 see it. It's up to Anum. Yeah. This is a, a bl- um, Eric. You're you're uh, you're a hundred percent correct in that. Uh, in 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 a situation where this would be a dual uh, um, a duel between ships, okay, um, and and in this particular case, it really it isn't because of uh, because of the uh, <laughs> pip squeaky nature of what I sent to you guys. <laughs> yeah, this uh, I I sent a schooner with no guns and uh, six minion wingmen. Which is uh, kind of laughable, considering what the uh, Moya's Revenge is uh, capable of. Well, as, as you're still, demonstrating, he still needs to um, to succeed a defense role against the incoming borders, and in order to actually repel them, I have to. He he has to make that role, and then I I burn this last vehicle die. And that mm-hmm. will actually have them successfully repelled, at least based on the boarding rules that I've been looking at. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. if he doesn't succeed, it would take two vehicle dice. And since I don't have two vehicle dice, that means that they would be on, on board and we would still be fighting them next round. Mm-hmm. 
so we do still have some. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, the ship then is in is in position for uh, uh, the next. If the guns need to be used again, uh, the next round of firing at uh, at the schooner. If uh, if it remains where it is, I think the only who was left that that blind geek is is up. Yeah. Yeah. And I um, believe that uh, at least, damn, how many were there left? There were only three wingmen left, right? Right. Yep. Down to three. All right. The parrot okay. didn't have them. I'm going to say it uh, <laughs> then. At this point, uh, they're they're have they they would have veered. I think they would have veered to close in on the ship faster because of the maneuver that was done in order to get uh, in order to get uh, a stern of the schooner and uh and are attempting to board the vessel right now. So this is essentially Blind Geek's I think it's Blind Geek's maneuver, isn't it? Yes, he vehicle die. Okay, this is where I'm confused. The vehicle dice, um, I can use them, and I can add, I can just roll them and take the best, roll them along with the other, the two dice that I would normally roll, and then take the best results, just like a normal thing, or... I believe that's the case. Actually, if I'm incorrect, please tell me. My understanding was they are essentially the action dice for this, so it is a one-die action. Basically, the the vehicle dice in this case are, you, you know, like how in the regular duels you would you have three dice and you divide those between attack and defense and. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you would have one one die to work with here. Okay. Wow. So I'm just rolling one die and adding my. Okay. Um, Reports. Yes. Wow, that's kind of odd. Okay, um, well, the one I would be using would be Ruck Rider. We haven't even taken off yet, though, so... Because we were waiting to see what happened. <laughs> so, I may not be able to do anything yet. Uh, let's see. We... Well, we take off, or if nothing else. Uh, I, I give him a, uh, uh, a firm nudge, and off like a shot, and we uh, try to dive bomb... What the hell with that? I'm going to try and knock the wingmen out of the sky. Uh, at this point, your obvious target, you've got uh, you've got three wingmen. One has landed on the bowsprit, pretty exposed, out towards the front of the ship. He hasn't made it onto the deck. The other two are also pretty exposed to the sky because they landed in uh, the upper rigging. Oh, well, so your target is one individual at the front of the at the front of the ship and um, practically out on a practically out on a stick. Uh, and the other two in the rigging, trying to get their their wings off. Oh, they've all well, they've all landed, and there's really no point in us uh, taking off, is there? Um, the one on the bow. Yeah, if you're swooping, if you're swooping around, and you've got full mobility in the sky, then uh, the one on the bowsprit is a sitting duck. All right, I'll take that one out then. Um, Buck Riders plus four. I'm going to use both of my vehicle dice, which I guess only have I get one. to roll. Oh, okay. I thought. Okay. Well, then I'm rolling that one, and I get a total of ten. 
Um, oh, but I do have my, um, what is it? Hang on. Um, I have nothing that would apply, so never mind, I'm done. Ten. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought I had something else that would... Oh, wait a minute, though. How do we factor in uh, the Ruck? Do I add his, I add his fortes in as well? So I actually, believe you should, yeah. yeah I think he's not, just part yeah, of... And it is, um, that's aerial combat, which means that's, so a total of 12, then. Which is one more than the target number of 11. Actually, it's, isn't it more than 12? I'm thinking well, that there's some stuff being left out. Um, they're probably... They would, get, this is, they would get a defense, their uh, attack roll, basically. However many dice they had in their attack. All right, I'm going to stand still here because I'm, uh, the mechanics have completely broken down for me. I have no idea. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm completely confused. <laughs> well, hmm. This is a, well, we got a situation. I'm sorry, please go ahead. How, how we, we basically divvied up three dice between attack and defense. You know, how, the, how, um, how like Nikki had two dice for the attack and, um, uh, and and Eric had one die for the defense. It'd be the same deal for them. They could divvy up those three dice any which way. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I'm not going. I'm not uh, dealing with target numbers here. I'm dealing with uh, one roll against another. Right. Well, it's kind of too bad because. It's <laughs> <laughs> it negates it negates everything that I w oh never mind we're gonna yeah. pick it up from this point I'm not real worried about it I just I vote for them to be a pile of feathers on the bowsprit <laughs> all right I um they have or the or rather the 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 wingman has wingman at plus two and he is attacking with oh no he is uh, uh defending with all three of his dice. And he rolls three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He rolls a ten against twelve, twelve I thought. The He's twelve dust. that Karuk got. So yeah, you snatched him off the bowsprit. Chomp chomp chomp. Or actually this okay. is not mine this is not me to say. Karuk, how did you defeat this um poor slob that was hanging out on the front <laughs> of the ship? <laughs> Uh, well, Kabari and uh, and I swoop down, and Kabari plucks him up in his talons, and we fly uh, away from the ship far enough to do this, so not very far, uh, and let him drop. Oh. Wow, that's efficient. No little and if I'm nipping off of the ears. <laughs> <laughs> and since he succeeded in the de in the defense against the borders, I am burning the my last vehicle die to call them repelled. We still have two wingmen left, don't we? That are yeah, up in the rigging. This is part of uh, this is part of the mechanic that you're making use of with the vehicle die, right? Oh. Right. It's the uh, under the uh, the boarding action rules on page two thirty five. So essentially, they're defeated. 
Right. Oh, okay. Yay. 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 <laughs> and Do we have to take them into the custody or something, or are they just dead? Well, I think as such, the captain has to describe what actually happens now that... Uh, oh. Been, oh. Probably okay. what, what would happen is, is when the, the like, rook pounces on the, the one on, on the decks, the uh, two in the, in the, the like, rigging kind of look at, look at each other, push themselves back off and, and start winging themselves back towards the other ship. <laughs> Why is this reminding me of the scene where they escape from the Death Star and the four TIE fighters are there and they blow two of them out of the sky and then... <laughs> you gonna hang around? I ain't gonna hang around. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the exactly. price of All failure. Right. The, uh, the uh, wingmen head back toward the schooner and uh, uh, you see uh, two jets of flame come away from the schooner Oh, that's mean. That appear to be heading towards the uh, Moya's Revenge, but aren't. They actually incinerate the two wingmen <laughs> attempting to return to the schooner. Ooh. The schooner then, rather more deftly than you would expect, turns tail and takes off as quickly as its little schooner shell can carry it. <laughs> uh, before right, we can get to it, huh? We're on it. That uh, it, yeah. it could, yeah, that's not going to hang around waiting to be, apparently whoever or whatever was in command of that ship wasn't going to hang around and take any more um, death. Do you think that was the uh, ship the big giant old man was talking about? I uh, really, if it is, we need to chase it because uh, they're getting away. I can uh, I can do a quick quick rewind on what the big giant old ghostly man said. It was something about a big glowing aura or something. You but I've still got cannon full of shot. Can I use it? <laughs> That's what we're working on, actually. <laughs> Sorry, Captain. <laughs> a little impatient. You, you you will know you will know the vessel by its unspeakably strange and powerful ward of protection. No other ship of the seven skies possesses such an odd miracle of the mystic arts. I, w I wonder if it means those, those like, flame jets. I say we find out. <laughs> and, with that, and with that, yeah. at 20 after Sailing 10... <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we may be better. Uh, we now have uh, the the crew of the Moyas. Oh, by the way, the mast is going. Ooh. Um, <laughs> we have the crew of the Moyas Revenge uh, uh, getting ready for hot pursuit of the schooner that just uh, that just took off away from them, and we have reached the end of session one. And wow. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I am so uh, I, I am both very, very happy with how this went, and extremely disappointed in how poorly I remembered the mechanics and how they work. My apologies. Uh, I will get well, they often work out very differently from what you read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna definitely be reading those rules again this over between now and the next session, just because I'm unclear as to how. Because the way I read the rule, well, but then we weren't actually dueling these guys, in which case... It didn't seem that way to it, me. That, that, yeah. I tell you what, I mean, I'm, obviously I'm going to go over them too. And between you, Blind Geek, and Mark, you'll be able to um, uh, set me back on the tracks because I'm 
likely going to end up somewhere slightly below and to the left of the board <laughs> with my interpretation of how things are supposed to go. Yeah, I think I think we should have made that a duel because otherwise there's no need for defense rolls. It's just a straight... Well, a challenge is a straight difficulty shot, like you were saying. Mm. You should, so The thing is, between the two ships, it is a duel. It just looks like basic challenges in our individual parts of it. The yeah. get to be up like you would in a standard character versus character duel. It's just the ship versus the ship. Hmm. Right, but in a standard... So. Okay. But, it, okay, um, so should we have had the defense roles, or... Well, well no, that, that was, I mean, we, we did it pretty much right. It's just that, that on the larger, the duel happens on the larger scale, and it's when it comes down to our individual actions. Like, when you were defending against the, in, the incoming borders, that was the ship's defense role. And when we shot the, the the cannons at the borders coming in, that was our attack roll. Oh, I see. It's broken up into you tasks, see? not dice. Right. For individual right. rolls. All right. right. I'm okay. Okay. That mm. makes it a little bit clearer for me. And listening to it again will make it even clearer. And going back over those chapters again will make it even clearer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, de- I definitely need. But to in the meantime. Uh, um, Excellent. Okay, we've gone later than we were supposed to, and I apologize for that, too, but it was still fun. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you no, very thank much. You. Thanks. Welcome. Thank you Welcome, for so Mickey. much work. Excellent, brilliant. Uh, excellent fun tonight, and uh, yeah, generally, uh, uh, yeah, how, how did folks, uh, wh- what do you think? It's going okay so, so far, far? So good. Yeah. Okay. I've got to so wrap so my good. head around the whole sky thing as opposed to water thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah. Water, not in sky, but no, I'll get there. <laughs> yeah. And I think this, this, I've been this, it's just like we said with the first uh, Hollow Earth expedition session, which, if you remember, was a lot more dicey than the other ones that followed it because we have to get the rules. We have to get more familiar with the rules and, and all that. Stuff. How about we just so. have a random rule hat and like any of these rules just wadded up in a piece of paper <laughs> and instead of actually trying to remember how it goes, just pick one out of the hat and say, oh, this time. What do you think I've been doing? Ha <laughs> 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 That's not the way we do it? <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but... Uh, I said, <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple of games out there that are just like that. All right, folks, I don't want to keep you up any later than uh, than uh, uh, you need to be, and i got to thank you all very, very much. I enjoyed the hell out of this. Yeah. And as a first-time GMing, I'm quite comfortable that the next game is going to go very well, too. Yay. And I hope Save we have uh, lots of fun. Weeks. Speaking of that, actually, I don't know that it's two weeks because there's... Uh, two weeks? Or, wait a minute. When, when actually well, yeah. all are we getting together? Well, the we remember that. Go back to two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, because next week I don't know if I'm going to be back in town in time for the regular thing. That, that that's why we're doing this this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it would be. I'm trying to bring up my calendar here. Be two weeks. And that would be the twenty-sixth. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'll well, go pencil it in. 
Me too. <laughs> sharpie it. I'm going to sharpie it in. There hey. you go. <laughs> so, Nikki, was this a better role-playing experience than you had the last... Oh, uh... heck yes. Yes, this was much more fun. Thank you. I mean, I know, we, I know we still have the rules and stuff, but it, but at least it's it's not these... <laughs> No, it, it, this is ever so much more fun and, and a lot more give and take. So, really, thank you very oh, much. Thank oh, you. good. I Excellent. Just, I think I'm just going to need to check on like how to work the dicey bits a little bit better, but that's okay. I'll get there. Well, so are we. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, this is much more fun. Thank oh, cool. Good. That's, cool. Uh, that's very good to hear. Excellent. And be sure, guys, when, when I step on etiquette, like, I, I don't mean to talk over or through, so let, let me know if I'm, if I'm stomping through etiquette stuff, okay? I won't be too hurt. It's just Skype. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Skype has just <laughs> enough of a delay to make you have that. Wait, no, everybody, okay, you go ahead. Oh, should, can I talk now? Can I? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. So, yeah, but, so, anyway. Okay. What's, uh... What's etiquette? Um, now, now, you know, you know, Mr. Manners over there. So. Okay. <laughs> well, and I'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Well, All right. One more All right. One more happy birthday wish to you. Oh, and thank you so much. You made it a lovely evening. Thank one you more, all. Uh, one more uh, good luck wish to all games considered in the Ennies. Uh, thank you. Yes. I'm hoping that whistle. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, at... At least silver, I hope. Okay. So I voted for you that? guys, and I got my fingers crossed. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, isn't this it? Week- yep, this weekend, Friday night. Ah, diggity. I'm sorry, I missed it. What are you doing? Sorry? Uh, All Games Considered, the podcast that uh, Mark Kinney has been running for, wow, is it five years or four years? What is it now? About, well, a little bit over four years. A little over four uh, years. Four and a quarter. Is, uh, yeah, it's up for an Emmy Award. Ooh. It's been nominated for an Emmy Award, which are given out at... Uh, uh, the Gen Con convention, which oh, is... Oh, congratulations. Uh, That's great. Massive Thanks. stuff. They give and, you a t-shirt. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, that's the most... Swag. Swag is what's important here. So, no, no, that's terrific. That's really great. Thanks. Look forward to and, hearing all about it. Cool. And even if I don't win that, I may still get to, to, to go up because Jerry Grayson's got me uh, accepting stuff for, for uh, Hellas. So... Mm-hmm. So we, oh, cool. so I, I may get up there yet. So, cool. Yay! Oh, oh, I just but thought, you know, I just but you're gonna win. So this is all just. Uh, oh yes. Okay. Speculation. Say, Anim. Oh yes. Anim, you don't have another one of those um, uh, cardboard stand-ups of yourself, do you? <laughs> I've still got the one. I actually. <laughs> you oh, do. Wow. Oh yeah. no! I was just gonna say, in in, th- in three weeks, I'm going to be going to Dragon Con. And and I unfortunately did not get an Gutter Skype's T-shirt rigged up for myself. <laughs> oh. uh, very sad. Clay, if you do, if you ever do, let me know because I'd love to know what one of those looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I was I was just going to use the logo that you put on the banner of the web of the website. Cool. That's Can I get but, one made um, with glitter letters? I think you'd have to apply the glitter yourself. I can do that. T-shirts have taken on a very major importance here, son. <laughs> I do know. know. <laughs> there are uh, those things like uh, Cafe Press and Zazzle and all of those those places where we could get some done. Yeah, all you got to do is send them the graphic. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Christmas is a coming. Oh, <laughs> 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 
wish I had there. Got to Skype with a little elf hat. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. You could get gutter Skype mugs, gutter Skype shirts, <laughs> mouse pads, gutter Skype, yeah. gutter Skype bumper stickers. Do they still really, sell Really, a whole cottage industry springs up overnight. Right. What was that, Adam? <laughs> Do they still sell thongs, or is that somebody else? <laughs> no, no. Probably. No. Oh, wow. One of them does, anyway. <laughs> oh, right. my goodness. Okay, guys. Right, silly people. We've got to call it now. So uh, uh, right, thank yeah. you very much once again, and have an excellent two weeks. Yep. And, uh, and good luck with you. the awards. Indeed. Yeah, good luck. Indeed. Okay, okay, take it easy, everybody. Yep. Okay. All right. Talk to you in two weeks. Yep. Bye. Good night. Good night. Right. And there it was. People with imagination and enthusiasm gather for a few hours, and you get mystery, violence, comedy, adventure, where there was none before. My thanks again to Andros, Blind Geek, Mark Kinney, and our newest gamer, Nikki. My thanks to Atomic Sock Monkey Press and Evil Hat Productions for a super cool game, and my thanks especially to you for listening. Next week, Cartoon Action Hour, Play Session 3, recorded back in March by Lion Court, who also GM'd, edited by Blind Geek, and presented for your enjoyment by the Gutter Skypes. Be sure to write in with comments or questions to anum5 at anum5.com and join up on the Gutter Skypes section of the IDDFOS forums. A lot happening there. I think there's actually, uh, as of this recording, there's a group practically formed already for uh, Skype gaming. And you can uh, form your own groups there Communicate, test the waters, find other players, uh, and make your comments about gutter skypes in general in, in the various sections of that forum. You can find those and the gutter skypes homepage by going to www.anum5.com. All right, that next show comes out a week from today. So, until then, thanks again, and see you then. <laughs>